And here we are, back once again for an amazing episode of The Ranting Heresy, episode 111, I believe. Today, I will be moderating this slight chat between Mechanicum Aficionado, Mechanicum Virgin, and Mechanicum sort of in the middle. It's like a, a Mother Maiden Crone situation set up here. So I'm just going to welcome the other participants in tonight's chat. To my one side, we have Freddy. Say hello, Freddy. Hello, Freddy. Classic. And on the other side, we have Eric. What's up, Eric? Hey, man. All good here. How are you? Seems to be something with your mic there, Eric. Uh, okay. Can you hear me? This is way better. Okay, great. Nothing changed from my side, but uh, yeah, I'm good here. <laughs> We just established before we started recording that none of us ever feel our age quite as hard as when we're trying to make any recording or podcasting technical issue work. Yeah, it's uh, it's horrible. <laughs> we, we need to like have a quotational hire, just get in somebody's like 20. Yeah. <laughs> Teenagers, sort your shit out, or me. Yeah, <laughs> Freddie, can't you ask, you, you run like a youth hockey team. All the kids in my indoor bandy team are like seven, so you know they're a bit too good for computers. Can't you get like a teenager in here, like an intern? He has to fix his technical stuff for us. Yeah, I'll work on it, mate. Yeah, in exchange, will you like teach him how to manage his economy and like uh, how to not drink energy drinks? Fair trade. In the Swedish Republic, at least. So tonight, we're going to have the main issue in moving forward with Mechanicum. The book was very recently released, at least when we record this episode. So today we're going to have a setup whereupon we have Freddy, who is mechanically curious. He wants to leave the weakness of the flesh behind. Yet, where does it start? What does it mean? And how the hell does it make it work with his legion? If you are in much the same situation, look no further. He will have Eric, a veteran mechanical players of many years, almost half a decade. How does that make you feel, Eric? Half a decade? It's actually more. I started in 14, I think. Yeah, but only, I've only played you in like six years, so. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, how does it feel? Um, <laughs> weird that it's been so long, and uh, weird to see all my Albus fighters not in the book, but uh, we, we'll see if they show up in a PDF file in a moment. Finally, no more fucking Albus fighters filled with fighting gods. Did I beat you with them at some point, Freddy? <laughs> Sound a bit bitter. <laughs> no, 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 it's just that it's retarded. They didn't even have any titans to guard. It's like, did he put his titan guard in like a pillowcase and beat you while you're trying to fall asleep or something? <laughs> no, it was just his entire army made of titan guards that flew around in fucking Arvis lighters and there were no titans. And Myrmidons. No fucking titan and Myrmidons. Where were the titans, Eric? I would never take it upon myself to teach you anything in regards to military doctrine, but isn't there such a thing as clearing the drop zone before, like, uh, the VIPs arrive? Uh, yeah, that would be, like, all your other killer bots, not the titan yeah. guards. Do you know what they do? They guard titans. Yeah, they were guarding it, right? Like, the titan was right outside the table, and they were preparing to guard it a few kilometers ahead. 
Much as the Western democracies would never invade another country for a vague reason like natural resources, sometimes you have to pacify a region for its own best. So Eric was just preemptively, very aggressively guarding his Thailands by beating the shit of an army 25 kilometers away. Yes. Makes sense. Yeah. Yes. Truly the Ardennes forest of wargaming. But before that, we're going to make a quick check-in. Eric, what have you been working on hobby-wise so far? And just like your latest project, a sneak peek, a look into the magical mastermind of painting that is Eric. Yeah. Um, my Scandos army. And I have been really fucking busy the last time here. <laughs> um, I think I'm, right today I've been doing some shoulder pads and backpacks for my Myrmidons. Right, not my mer- Yeah, we, I'm already in mechanical mode here. Uh, no, for my uh, for my scout squads for for the uh, Thousand Suns Army, and I've been doing a last cannon squad. I have uh, been doing some dreadnought work for Christine's army, um, a Leviathan, a Kratos tank. Uh, the Kratos tank is like the white part has been painted, and now I'm need to tape it up and get ready to to make it red and then i'm starting to count my angron red pots as i have four and a half left which should last for uh, for my uh a land raider i need to do still approaches you, you do know that they re-released these paints right <laughs> yeah in, in another queue so it's not the same color i do have the old bottles you do know that right do you have one of the old I think I have like one or two unopened, yes. Oh, so what should I print for you for Scandus? Yeah, I can bring him Scandus. Like, I mean, I'm not that dependent on the new one. Like, I could use the new one. Yeah, I'm very dependent on the old one um, because my army is done when I run out. So, uh... yeah, no, like, probably just remind me closer to the event and I'll bring him. I think I was supposed to do like two years ago, but my kids got sick so I could show up to Scandus. That's probably right. Anyway, I will uh, get Faxicondi for you, uh, and then we'll do a trade. <laughs> Faxicondi and like some chocolate and licorice. But yeah, we'll, we'll sort that, man. Awesome. Then uh, each bottle is another fifteen uh, guys in my army or two tanks. So um, that would be great. Now, my love for uh, Danish soft drinks is well established, so it pains me greatly to move away from it. But Freddie, what have you been working on lately? Lords and my Esther clothes. Dope. Bad up wars. Bad up wars for life, bro. But you already have like a small bad up wars strike force, right? I know, but I've, I've uh, been working a little bit more on my bad up. Why can't I do more bad up? Damn you, son. Bad up. What have I been working on? Asked absolutely no one. I have been working on Skaven, I guess, and also uh, the console challenge we did. Freddy finished up his Night Lord Champion, and I have finished up my chaplain for Empress Children Swan Free Survivors. By the way, regarding yes. that, uh, Jody didn't exactly mention the correct uh, model for which one I was doing. He said it was the Moritz last time. Uh, it's not. I already have one of them, um, so it's going to be the Vigilator. But I haven't even started, but it will be ready for Scandus. You're just madly insane. You're like a groupie for Nemesis Bolters right now, right? You're like following around to rock concerts and trying to get into the Nemesis pants. I guess then you fell apart there, but yeah. Actually, I went from 21 to 16 in my army uh, in my last revision of my list. Were they too good or what? 
Uh, actually, I just didn't have time to paint enough models, so uh, I swapped five of them for two uh, Proteus um, land speeders. Oh, cool! Yeah, so so I it it got my army got worse and more fluffy. I don't know, <laughs> is is it more fluffy to have land speeders? I don't know, <laughs> but now I have land speeders in my army. It's vague and mysterious, much like the Thousand yeah. Suns. <laughs> now I'm going to pull us all away in our fancy swivel chairs, a la Anchorman, and I'm going to pull us over Anchorman, which I guess is like the German version of Anchorman with Ville Farrell. I'm going to pull us over to the virtual news desk. Today we're just going to cover two of the recent releases. And the first one is going to be, I'm throwing this around, Horus Ascended. How do you guys feel about Horus Ascended? Feels good. That's... Yeah, it's it's a nice model. Honestly, I haven't looked that much at Primax, uh, so I thought it was the old one coming out in plastic or something. On the red, that it wasn't. Um, but but yeah, what's the difference? Uh, his armor is a bit different. Uh, I don't know. Like I, I I would love to see a picture of him next to the old one, just to make sure that that there there is differences i still want to see the face being kind of similar like the old face he's more regal i think in this face he's more uh he's haggard and like the the skull shape is more pronounced the the gauntlet is more splayed he in the other one he has more like a leadership regal role like freddy says more like i guess a boosting character in the new one he's striding on a mountain of literal skulls like the t1 terminator and the piece of shattered and discarded power armor as you do awesome so they did like the models down in the 3d program and then they pressed the button for autofill you know the one they have with skulls where it's just oh there's an open surface fill it up with skulls <laughs> Isn't that a thing? I'm not as keen on 3D printing technology, but if that's as easy as it sounds, and I'm going to guess it ain't, then I suppose <laughs> that is indeed what he did, yes. Yes. It's the, same, it's the same one they use for their buildings, you know? Just like, oh, there's a surface. Skulls. Yeah, I mean, but also, why, why, like, why break a winning concept? Yeah, yeah, definitely. definitely. It is Skullhammer. Yeah, <laughs> it's like peak gothic architecture, right? It's like if you read uh, Edgar Allan Poe, you do expect like some pining for lost love, skull motif, facing your mortality, in worm for the case, yes, skulls, embossed pillars, and insane architecture. Architecture. Face the mortality of everyone around you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now, hot of the presses, what we also have is the latest assassin. And I'm going to try and pronounce this. Operas of the Clade Vanus. Sounds Danish. Vanus? It's like Janus, right? Janus. What did you say? Anus or Vanus? Venus. I think Venus. What do you say, Eric? Tiebreaker. We, we just call him Janus. Yeah. He's kind of an assassin. Clade Janus. <laughs> Janus. Janus. <laughs> Does Janus also have like a skin-tight leather bodysuit and skulls? I have seen him in... Uh... I've seen his skin, I guess, when he danced in Bjorn's apartment. Yes, classic Danish belly dancing perfidery. Yeah. <laughs> Still available on Facebook. Yeah, like, we're going to throw it into the show notes, but what we have here is basically one of the untold assassins from way back in Nemesis, a book that, uh, shout out to Age of Darkness podcast, JP loves. This is the hacking computer assassin. 
that's the best way I can summarize it. Anyone else want to give it a stab? Uh, no. But is he for 30k? Yep, this is going to be a 30k. Oh, I didn't know we started that. Which is kind of uh, obviously we'll start to see like an agents of the uh, emperor or warmaster list soon. So, do you think it's going to be like in the old seventies and forty k, where you end up with an assassin army with like ten models against a full army? The thing is, I saw somebody try and play that. Because in yeah. 40k 7th edition, like, I glanced into the dark abyss of 7th edition competitive <laughs> and it glanced into me. And every time I saw somebody run it, they were always like talking smack online, you know, like, oh, nobody can beat my like six pack of assassins, like not even knights because I can hide in the terrain and haha. But every time I saw somebody try and play that, and it was like three or four times, the dice gods struck them hard and they just got murdered. Yeah. Well, have I. I think I saw it once in I was at a 40k tournament in Norway where I brought the actually the Mechanicum army, um, and that because I asked them if we could, you know, back when they had it was just an expansion of 40k, uh, and they were like, yeah, they wanted to see a 30k army, and uh, they want to see a fully painted army. Yeah, they wanted to see a fully painted army, <laughs> uh, and I also saw the assassin army, but yeah, I don't think it went very well for him actually <laughs> what these both releases portend for the close future for horse heresy and like the game at large is that a we are getting remakes of all the primarchs which i think freddie has been talking about for like what two or three years like imagine another fulcrum but that's yeah. the weird thing is like because he he turns into snake body fulcrum pretty early so i don't know uh, Either they're just going to let the Demon Princess be like the updated ones, and then they do like Haggard Conrad, uh, more stoic uh, and mustache twirling fucking. Uh, Dorn? Dorn, yeah. Good. <laughs> uh, I don't know, they already done uh, uh, Ultraman, Ultra, <laughs> Ultra Dude. Yeah, that's the thing. We have like, we have 40k Mortarion and like Magnus, Gorilla Magnus. <laughs> And like fly mortarian, and we have like I guess forty k gilly for uh, robo gilliman. That wasn't like a joke. I legit forgot his name for a while. There. Do you think they're gonna just go like, eh, use this, or do you think we're gonna get entire new releases for all of them? I don't think we're gonna get all of them. I think we're gonna get. Uh, I think we're gonna get uh, Corax, at least the one with the bolter one. Haggard mm. uh, Istvan five Corax. I think we're gonna get uh, insane Vulcan, as in like he's pretty fucked up. Na- naked, tortured Vulcan, yeah, yeah, snuff movie Vulcan. We're definitely gonna get. Uh... But isn't one of them dead? Uh, Ferris Manus. I don't know. Yeah, Ferris Manus. I guess they could do because in Master of Mankind, Ferris Manus is like this cor- incorporeal body shows up, right? Yeah. He has charges out of the eternity gate and like he helps holding a line. Could be that uh, it winds up just far that. So you have you up to a tortured naked guy and a ghost now. Yes. I, I think we're stretching it. Well at least you will get the Emperor. Uh, I think we did it for a while, but like hey, you, you play the cards you you play the cards you're dealt. 
I really hope Iron Hands players get like a new Primark because they must be so fed up with the joke like, oh, you already have an alternative Primark, it's removing the detachable head. <laughs> it's the first time I hear that one, but it's good. Really? <laughs> yeah. She's like the go-to. It's like beating an old, like a dead horse or like drunk water from a well that's long since dried out. But I, I don't know really what Primarchs they will update though, like because Fog. The ones that become demon princes, obviously. Uh, the other ones are still. I mean, like crazy sanguinous, maybe. I think we're gonna get them in like uh, campaign books, like they do for like Necromunda and they do for Adeptus Titanicus. Yeah, but I'm I'm just thinking which option we will get them in. As in, I wonder if they're gonna do. Yeah, they are Eternal Warrior, right? Because if they give them the demon subtype, then it's gonna be fun with the the psychic weapons that can instinct and stuff. <laughs> that would be a, a great rule to overlook for them. <laughs> <laughs> Three minutes after we teased the existence of demon primarchs, Eric has found a way to immediately murder them. <laughs> Those of you betting for three and a half minutes, collect your cash at the door. The Vrandioners will not give anyone cash at the door. Well, we, all, we also did uh, calculate uh, how many nemesis boulders you would need to kill a Primarch in one shot. So it's How many were there? It's like the answer might surprise you, too. Yeah, it, it starts around in the late 50s, and then when you get like between uh, yeah, 60 and 80, most of the Primarchs will go down. And that's affordable in 3,000 points. I really look forward to getting Siege of Terror Lorgar, which is just like an empty box. <laughs> I'm thinking, like, which Primarchs would they redo that is not already Heresy-esque Primarchs? Uh, well, definitely like Fulgrim. That's one. Uh, Angron. Compared to Rabo, does he, he gets the hammer or not in his model? Yeah, he does. Oh, there you go. I guess they would get like sad Pertrobo in the space elevator hanging over a computer. Uh, definitely like a new Abaddon. If, but that depends on if they're doing like the Aquarius or not, because then we'd have decapitated the Eidolon. I don't think they're going to do like the assistance. Like the... It could be cool if they made a really beautiful casket for him and then put that out as a model. Yeah, what was that, Freddy? I think once we once we see like whenever they do the first one, I, I guess we're gonna realize what the hell they're planning to do. Because right now it's like weird. But we're all talking about like the bad guys. Would you would you guys be interested in like I don't know, super action man planning Rogel Dorn or like super flying sanguinous? You can't kill me. Then his soul is a warhound. Nothing personal, kid. I hope they put like Malkador as a figure. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. Like the only ones I could see that they could redo is the ones that turn into demon princes at the siege of terror and then Korax having the Istvan 5 version mm. and that's about it what about like alternate uh, alfarian but actually omegon yeah maybe that one that that that's it like it, it would be omegon but who who would you like <laughs> What do you think? Like, I mean, uh, the ones we really, that we just mentioned, I guess <laughs> actually showing up to participate uh, Lionel Johnson. Maybe Russ with like the spear and shit. Yeah, I guess like Wolf King Russ stabbing. Okay, okay, here. 
question for everyone. If you could do another like dueling montage, which one would you take? Uh, I would do a display base with Horus and Emperor. Oh shit, yeah, that's good. Sanguinous lying down on the ground? Uh, well, Sanguinius and Carnaban or whatever. So I think our mystery guest might be Red Reveal himself. Hello? Oh! Oh, it's working. <clears throat> it is working. Oh my god. You would almost think that you're professional in this. Hey, I had to fucking run across these uh, all this space in my house filled with snakes and scorpions. <laughs> we we just said before you joined that we never feel our age more than when we're trying to make technology work. <laughs> <laughs> also, five like getting up at four thirty or five thirty or something like that—that's when you feel old as well. You can't bring it up to Freddy because Freddy's like nobody's more than four hours of sleep per night, man. Yeah, Fred doesn't fucking sleep at all. He's like a lash, just sustained by like OP models. Well, the the army taught me well. <laughs> sleep is for the weak. <laughs> That's true. We we were just talking. I don't know if you heard that. We we're talking about re-releases for contemporary Siege of War, Siege of Terra, Primark model releases. Yeah. What would you like to see? Uh, Ferris Mount. So <clears throat> I've had a lot of chats about this obviously because everyone's like oh first man is dead won't get a new model <laughs> however i'm pretty sure didn't that didn't that thing say uh reimagining re reimagining the promarks at the height of their power or something yes obviously the height the height of ferris Manus's power was in isvan 5 right when he oh sorry the, the height of his power is actually before isvan 5 when he actually had his uh forge breaker before sanguinus fucking stole it and gave it to his boy his other boyfriend um but at Isvan 5, I mean, they could do an Isvan 5 version of Ferris Manus with the, cool. the spanner that he had He had to fight Sanguinus with, oh, sorry, Sanguinus, fuck. Even worse than Sanguinus, <laughs> Fulgrim, uh, with a fucking... Discount Sanguinus. <laughs> with a monkey wrench. Uh, they could make a model of that. Because I figure we're going to get, like, campaign books, like Isvan 5 campaign book, Isvan 3 campaign books, and then that would be, like, a prime opportunity to release... I guess, uh, actually powerful enough to bitch-slap Eldraw, the Ferris Menace. <laughs> well, I don't know. Like You, you already have Duel uh, with Ferris and Fulgrim. But uh, I do agree on the weapon. However, it depends on which freaking background book you read. If you read the one with the dying Iron Hand uh, Dreadnought, then they use swap weapons. So Ferris is wielding... I mean, say... Fulgrim is wielding the hammer and Ferris is wielding the sword, so they use their own weapons instead of like, they're like, oh, you can't have the one I made you because we're not best buddies anymore. <laughs> so it, it depends on which fluff background you're in. The Spanner one is a classic one, but, you know, hashtag fake news. Relationship with Ferris Manus is over. Perturabo is my new best friend. Yeah, that that's a cover of Fulgrim. Is like, I've got the print. I always talk about it. Michael bought, bought, okay. got, the, got, bought, got me the print thing, and it's like Ferris Manus fighting Fulgrim. And Fulgrim's got this like sword, and he's like standing up, and he's about to like chop down on Ferris. And then Ferris is just like, oh shit, no, a giant sword. And then he's just in his other hand, he's holding a fucking, like a, like a monkey wrench, essentially. And he's got this huge, like, um, you know, on the back of like a, a T 34, those like fuel tank things. <laughs> like a jerry can? Or a Bane blade. Yeah, he's got one of those on his back. Like I don't know why, but just fuel tank, I guess. Um, they could they could make fuel tank Ferris. That'd be pretty funny. He loses his weapon at the end. That's how he full wins. 
Yeah, I feel also I've been I've been hardly remiss. We should actually probably, I guess, observe protocol and go like, who are you? Where are you from? And what are you known for? What's your name again? What's your name again? If only like when Fulgrim was trying to chop at him, he could have used the monkey wrench to like really, really quickly like clamp it shut on Fulgrim's sword and then just twist yep. it out of his hand. You, you're like, wait, 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 wait. ah, gotcha, suck shit, and just pull it out of his hand. That would actually need innovation and adaption, not things that Iron Hands are known for. <laughs> so where yeah. are you from, Tim, from the Eye of Horus? Uh, from Australia. How's it going? How's it going? Where's your diary cunt? <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit early for diaries. Now, Freddy, don't, don't go calling our esteemed guest up. It is never too fucking early for diaries. Oh, I don't know. I'm not a diary smoker, but... Uh, I need my book here. Is it? I can't imagine getting out of bed at, and then just like this early and doing a diary, but I don't know. Don't call him a, a dog cunt. <laughs> there, I have my Australian dictionary here. <laughs> just the the gathered wisdom of Tim and Freddie and Michael and Cat. <laughs> it's a very short book. Definitely don't listen to anything Cat says. He's just telling you the reverse to trick you. <laughs> Is it like Kung Pao? He'll teach me wrong as a joke. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So today we're going to talk about the Mechanicum, which I have briefed Tim on. But before that, we're going to do a shout out. Please subscribe on SoundCloud. Get us on Spotify. Shit, I was about, I almost said Napster because somebody told me about Metallic earlier yesterday. Uh, Webster. Please. Email us on tvh at gmail.com. Listen to us on Facebook as well and Instagram. We're getting a bit more active on Instagram. We do not have Twitter yet, but we are going to put Freddy on one of those like uh, voice to chat things on Twitter just to see what happens. But there is a word. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just you talk and it automatically Twitters for you. Awesome. We're going to like try and hook that up at Scandis and see how quickly we get your account banned. <laughs> Uh, beyond that, please subscribe, listen, and review. It really helps us like show up in the algorithm over like prime 30k episodes. We're trying to catch up to Ivor's, and we're only 89 episodes behind. So our idea here is to like mentally fry Tim with Swedish stuff. When we've been on, it counts as our episodes. Yes. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah, classic psyops. But then again, I think Freddie was reading on one of your episodes. Yeah. Yeah. They count as two if it's an episode where Freddy came on and we just gave shit to Kral behind his back. <laughs> yeah, I asked Freddy about that, and his immediate response was, and I shit you not, you're not important enough to shit talk, mate. <laughs> that's what we said. Oh, that's exactly what we said. Oh, that's funny. I was just like, I, I, Freddy came on and we were talking for about an hour and a half or so, and then at one point I just realized, like, oh, we haven't given shit to Krell. And then we just sort of, like, gave him shit and then went, eh, he's not worth it. Yeah, it's just waste of time. Yeah, yeah. Why is it like an 80s bullying movie where you're about to beat me up and like, he's not worth it. He's just not worth it. And then I, like, I don't know, put out a switchblade and like, oh, shit. That's because we, we are the jokes, right? And you're just, I don't know, not the nerds that actually make it. You're the, you're the yeah. worst guy, the unsuccessful one. You're you're Billy Zabka, and I'm Ralph Macchio. Get over it. Yeah, just an unsuccessful nerd crowd. <laughs> what are you talking about? Haven't you seen Cobra Kai? <laughs> They're all unsuccessful nerds. So today we're actually we're going to jump over to the main issue. Today we're talking about Mechanicum. So now we have Tim and Eric as 
the Mechanicum Veterans, and we have Freddy as the Mechanicum Virgin. He is Mechanicum Curious. He is keen, eager, potentially lubed up and uh-huh. limbered, and he wants to know more about the Bebop Deathbots. So we have the books. We have. I, ho- I hope you have a drink, Tim. I mean, it's too early to not drink where you are. No, yeah, the first thing I did is I ran downstairs and made a coffee. Oh, got the coffee thing, thingamajig going. Um, but I realized, like, I, I went to bed, and then I got up in the middle of the night, so it's like 5.30 when I got up here. Um, I got up at about 2 a.m., and because I just suddenly had a thought, like, oh, shit, my iPad isn't charged, and because <laughs> I downloaded the iTunes version. Um, and so I ran all the way downstairs, found my iPad, because my daughter had been using it somewhere, um, and then watching Bluey or whatever, and then it was on like two percent. So I went, oh shit! Plugged it in and left it charging. And then I went back to bed and pulled out my phone, and then realized like, ah, oh, fuck! It's on my phone as well. I could have just done it off my phone, but I'm glad <laughs> this story. The, the point of this story is basically to tell tell you that there's an electronic version available via iTunes Store, and it's really good. Like the um. Like, all, all those things on the iTunes store uh, are so good, because you don't have to go to fucking Games Workshop uh, and wait for them to open their fucking roller door or whatever and then sell you a copy of the book. You can just wake up on a Saturday morning, put your diary in your mouth, take a couple of puffs while you're downloading the book, and then boom, you don't even have to get out of bed. You can just sit there smoking, reading the latest book. Now you can just minimize any contact with human beings whatsoever. Just like Exactly. The key thing was there that Tim you said you could go to a games workshop and buy your horse heresy shit. Yeah, you can. We live in a brave new world, Tim. Yeah, that's true. That is true. But yeah, now now they actually sell shit at games workshop, but eh, I don't want to go there. I can just buy it on <laughs> But at least now you have the option to go. I've been waiting ten years, man. I've been going into the store for the last ten years, since twenty twelve, going, Hey, you got the heresy black book in yet? And they're like, no, we don't sell them here. And then 2013, hey, you got the Heresy Black Book? No, don't sell it yet. Took them 10 years, now I don't want it. (laughs) That's how it works. As soon as they go back to not selling at Games Workshop, then I'll start complaining about them not having it. You're like some dude trying to date the cheerleader from his high school years, and now that she's interested, (laughs) you're like, nah. You're not even worth it anymore, Shauna. Well, now she has like fucking two kids and she's divorced. This got a bit too real, Freddy. What? Those kids are winners. <laughs> Not like Kral. It's an unsuccessful nerd. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes. Personal attacks. Late in the evening, early in the morning. What time is it where you guys are? Oh, it's just like, yeah. It's a cozy two minutes past ten. Two minutes past midnight, mate. Ah, okay. Fuck all, mate. Fuck all the clock. You're going to confound me and Eric. Me and Eric haven't lived in, like, Australia. We don't know what you guys are talking about. Uh, well, I don't know anything about Mechanicum, so there you go. Yeah. Well, I could probably fill a book with stuff you don't know, and I have. It's called <gasps> Liber Mechanicum. So, <laughs> let's get started. We're not going to talk about what the Mechanicum are or how they are different from Adeptus Mechanicus, because, you know, you probably know that. I'm pretty sure everybody knows that if you play Herdicky at this juncture. That's good, because there's only one page of... One and a half pages of fluff in the whole book, so there you go. That gets you started. <laughs> Mechanicum is an organization, much like other organizations in the Imperium. It's very organized into several groups and subgroups, which are all distinct in their own way. 
as part of these organizations. Like it's literally just like one and a, one and a bit pages. There is lots of little fluff bits for like every rule, every wallet trait, blah, blah, blah. So there's like cumulative fluff that way. But holy shit, like if you were looking for fluff, like if you didn't know anything about the Mechanicum and you bought this book, it would still be like, if you, if you didn't know outside of this book what the fuck Mechanicum was, like Freddy, you'd just be like, what the fuck? Like, Freddy could read this whole thing and go, uh, I think Mechanicum are guys with guns. That have robots. They just took the description of, like, uh, Meta as as a company, and then they just uh, exchanged the names of Facebook and uh, Instagram with Mechanicum. Yeah, And they had yeah. the description. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm going to do it like this, because I know that Tim is a huge order doctor. And I know that Eric wants to talk about the Myrmidons. So, Tim, I like big tanks, and I cannot lie. If I want to play Order Reductor, what briefly is the Order Reductor, and how do I play it in Heresy 2.0? Uh, that's a good question. Now, if you remember the old Mechanicum, there was the sort of basic tank model list, and then there was two sub-lists which modified the main list. One of them was a uh, Legio Cybernetica, which was all the um, automata, like robots, essentially. And then the other one was Auto Reductor, which are uh, like a um, C, um, like a special duty style um, group of like of warmongers that just like go from sort of uh, battlefield to v- battlefield or battle zone to battle zone, just sort of sort of like lending their expertise. And they're all about like you know the science of war and like. Um, mass destruction, do, uh, like fighting in unusual environments and things like that. Just stuff that, like, the the fluff is actually pretty good because it, it makes sense in, in a way. Like, there's some battles that you just can't fight, even if you have 120,000 fucking space marines who are willing to die for you. Um, things with, like, in, like, insanely highly irradiated areas where flesh creatures can't live. Things with, like, insane, like trinary stars where the gravity just pulls in insane ways and you just can't like fucking marines can't just go in there with a bolt gun and like sh- stab at shit with swords and stuff um and that's basically what the what the auto are all about like when the fucking the marines can't when the gun pigs just can't fucking hack it that's when they get the reductor to come in um so really great fluff like and they're also one of the few organizations that like was created via the treaty of mars they're not really under the under like the the martian sort of uh, hegemony that um, they were created by the as a separate thing when the Emperor made the treaty with Marseille. Um, really cool fluff. Which is why they're so evenly split on like traders and loyalists as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and the, the fluff for, the, for it actually says that uh, with the outbreak of the heresy, uh, the Order Reductor like battle savants and shit did their sums and they were like, oh, Horus is going to win. Uh, because just based on the maths, so let's just let's stay loyalist because it'll be the bigger challenge. Um, so yeah, fucking sick fluff. I always think of order doctor as the applied physics as opposed to theoretical physics. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, um, but unfortunately, in this book, there's not like separate lists for Reductor and Cybernetica. Cybernetica obviously is a lot makes out a lot better because all of the all of the units are still there blah 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 um reductor though they lost a few things they lost their own special like force org chart um they lost some special rules they still have the magos reductor uh sort of uh 
Arcana, Techno Arcana. Um, uh, and so basically what they did is previously there was a separate entry for for a Magos Reductor and an Archmagos Reductor, a Magos Cybernetica and an Archmagos Cybernetica. And they've sort of just made those into a type of uh, Techno Arcana, much like the other ones, like the Archimandrite, blah, 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 that sort of thing. Yeah, it's just an upgrade where you have like one guy who can kind of choose which kind of army he wants to take, and one of them is the Reductor one. Yes, correct. Yeah, but it doesn't have its own thing anymore. Essentially, like it's just it's it's a it's a part of the Reductor, and, and the the special unit called the Auto Reductor Siege vehicle is no longer a thing either. So. Um, and maybe that's going to come out in one of those like PDFs with the extra stuff, like the Legacies PDF. Um, I'm assuming there's going to be one for Mechanicum because there are there there is a bunch of stuff that they left out. Yeah, like all of Eric's Arvises and like the drills. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, the thing is, if you look at that Legacies document and you look at like what a Medusa cannon is now, it's just a fucking total pile of shit. So I don't know. <laughs> is it going to be? Uh, I don't know. It's it's a bit it's a bit strange. Um, the, the the way they've gone with artillery, like de- definitely this edition, and I'm sure you guys have talked about it before. Is um, uh, just it it's it's not like the um slay entire units with shooting um fucking crazy shooting anymore edition. Um, like everything from Vindic- it it used to be you did templates and fucked everything up, but now yeah. you just have you know uh, last cannons got sunder. Volkites got reduced in price by like a hundred points for for ten guys. Yeah, extra shots, and you get five shots. And the yeah, as a, so I think I actually think the shooting is even worse in this edition, also because of reactions mm. where you get to shoot God know how many times yeah. uh, per turn. But uh, mm. they just, I I think they're preparing to remove artillery in like the next edition, so you know templates to get them out of the game. Uh, yeah, because, yeah, I heard like a soft conspiracy that the idea was to make templates so bad it could remove them. Personally, yeah. I think they just want to like remove the ability to completely wipe out the other guy's army from distance. They want the games to be quicker and more lethal, but they don't want it to all be like a vicious artillery battle of World War One, and then you can't even play. Yeah, because we we all are aware that is something that used to happen in 1.0. Like you got shot with scorpions, medusas, no more leaf blow. Yeah. <laughs> No, obviously, this is an aside, and it's not about the mechanic specifically. But yeah, that's definitely something they've done. Is uh, yeah, stopped the whole the big like just unit fucking blasting weapons like Medusas and basilisks and stuff like that. Just reducing the AP down, um, and reducing like their rules and sort of uh, efficacy. Um, it was really really changes the game. But I mean, that was part of the game was that you would start with you know, 3,000 points of shit, and within the first two turns, half of your stuff was dead, and then the remnants fought on. That was, like, sort of the style of the game. So it's definitely changed a little bit, but people just find ways around it, you know? Like, if it's way to fire is the new thing, people will just, like, naturally gravitate to way to fire, I guess. It's basically where where, what hurts the most, and then uh, people go for that. (laughs) And uh, now just change from templates to heavy weapons. And this is the part of the show where I'm necessitated to shit talk Denmark and say, maybe in Denmark, Eric, but in Sweden, we play Fluffy. <laughs> Which is a huge lie, of course, Tim. That is the joke. Remember when I learned to play? But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Who taught you to play like this, Eric? I learned it from watching you guys. Oh, yeah, wait, he did. 
I keep telling you, Malmö is not a part of Sweden, Eric. <laughs> now, Eric, tell us, enlighten us, particularly yeah. Freddy, what is the Murbenog cult? Well, the Murmur, I, I don't know the fluff. Yeah, I actually do because they are easy. Uh, Murmurans are dudes with big guns that uh, they're kind of going from being, you know, beings of flesh uh, more and more into machines. And basically what they do is they just travel from planet to planet to test their weapons and refine and make their weapons better and better and better. Um, so yeah, basically someone who likes to murder shit um, and, and just goes from planet to planet to do that. And they happen to travel with the Order Reductor quite a lot because the Order Reductor also uh, spends a lot of time just destroying shit. So... Yeah, that, yeah, that's the Myrmidon cult. <laughs> yeah, I think Myrmidon cult is like one of the cooler pieces of fluff. And like you're entirely mm. right, but I am, of course, on brand, going to take something simple and just talk uh, a million times about something that could easily be said with five words. The Myrmidon cults are people who become machines and incarnate become warfare. Like they take all the most applicable, useful, and improved pieces of weaponry and make their weapons into the art of war itself. It's mentioned in like the black books a couple of times how they'll just like they'll they'll beckon the clarion call of the Myrmidon cult. So they ring literal bells across the galaxy and like huge cults of war priests just rise to the call and go like, Oh, okay, cool, a fight. Let's see how good I am at murdering people this time. And they naturally yeah. form around like the priest like cult to embody the warlike visage of Mars. And literally, which yeah. is fun because Mars is the god of war. But in this case, it's the emperor. <laughs> and they just like go to war and see who is literally best at reducing the enemies to cinder. Whether it be with lightning gun, plasma fusils, or weaponry stolen from the Dark Eldar. But Eric, I heard a rumor. Can I play my entire army as a Myrmidon cult now? Yes. <gasps> yeah, they made one of the, um, one of the new uh, Arcanas. Is uh, it basically makes uh, Myrmidon Securitas into you know uh, troop choice troop choice uh, line units. Mm. Um, so basically, you can uh, make a whole army of Myrmidons, and the Securitas are they they got really interesting in the in the new yeah. edition here because they, their axes they have Sunder and plus two strength and AP two, and on a model that got his wounds doubled from two to four. Uh, and strength five. That's mm -hmm. that's a really strong model. It's and as a line unit, it's it's uh, that they are going to be really hard to go through. And they can sit in the, the triars carriers uh, that are exactly like they used to be. Uh, really, really hard to kill tanks with flare shield. Uh, mm -hmm. Transport capacity of twenty two now, and uh, mm -hmm. so you have a, a really, really strong line unit that you can have you know, six off. And I'm fairly sure it says you can take them as a troop choice. Yeah, yeah, they become troops, but uh yeah, they yeah, they go from elites to troops and then the, the destructors who are the heavy weapon version yeah. uh become elite as well. Um you don't gain line though on them. No uh, but, but 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 there is like a yeah, there's a yeah. special thing. So this is the Myrmidax uh, techno arcana that basically your general is a yeah. also one of the more popular techno arcana back in the day in 1.0 and where you can yeah. get the the thanatar as uh, an hq choice as far as i remember also yeah it's a thanatar calyx yeah and it becomes it's this thing called like avatar war 
and it gives any uh, Myrmidon secutors at least. Um, might be destructors as well. I'd have to look for my iPad. Um, but it, it gives them line so they become scoring. Uh, but I, I believe it's only within six inches, so it's kind of like... It might actually be it. Uh, there is something with six inches, so uh, let's, uh, let's check. Uh, where was it? So like while Eric checks that, I'm going to tie in with our Mechanicum Virgo, Freddy. Yeah. Which part fascinates you the most about Mechanicum? I know you secretly fear, hate, and loathe both uh, Myrmidons and Phanatars with Plasma Mortars, but if you look at them, like, which model sticks out and go like, yeah, fuck, I want one of those? I remember the big fucking, what do they call the destructors that had like massive graviton cannons on their shoulders? Or like, no, that's a plasma cannon, right? Oh, the graviton arms? You mean the Domitar? No, 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 like the like the tech priest with the big fucking, aren't they the Myrmidons? Yes, Myrmidons. Yeah. Myrmidon destructors. Are we talking about Myrmidons? Did I miss something? Nope, that's right. There are two different kinds of Myrmidons. Well, there's one that had the big, massive fucking grab guns. Like, grab cannons. You have the destructors that have heavy weapons. They're the ones that have the grab guns and their radiation engines. You know, the, the big uh, flesh they paint. They're not just grab guns. They have, like, the big motherfuckers. Because I, I bought, like I said, of them just to seal the actual yeah. cannons of them. Yeah, that, that's the destructors. And they have the yeah. scooters yeah. that are, they are using... Um, they're using, for example, face plasma fusils. I don't know if they have graph cannons anymore. They used to have. Uh... Oh, they've got, yeah, they've got graviton. You can give them. Uh, so the secutors um, have two special weapons, essentially, that you can choose from. And then the destructor just has like one heavy weapon option. Um, but the, the, the um, secutors have like a. So you can just mix and match. They come with like a, a two times a three shot bolt gun thing. It's only 12 inch range. It's called a maximum bolt. Yeah, the maximum bolter. Yeah, it's pretty shitty. Um, and then uh, all of the weapons have gone down in price as well. I, th- I believe like uh, Volcat charges are five points each, and um, a uh, Graviton gun is only like ten points now. So you can have. So back in the day, that was one of like the number one just like fuck you cards was taking five uh, secutors with two um, Graviton guns each. And then you could put them inside a macro arid explorator, and then oh, sorry, maybe it was four, because then you could fit them inside a macro arid explorator, which could then scout forward. So then you'd be twelve inches forward. You'd then move another six, then disembark another six, and then you're in range with your fucking whatever it was like, uh, uh, was that eight fucking graviton guns, uh, and then just drop them onto something and destroy it, like a land raider or a Spartan or something like that. Because like, and I believe this is called a Queensland hello, if I remember correctly. Yeah. yeah. I've never actually run that, <coughs> pardon me, for the record. Uh, I built four <laughs> secutors back in the old days. So in the last edition, secutors were okay, but they weren't super great. Like I had one unit just for, as a bodyguard for my Archimagos. Yeah, the destroyers were just so much better. So basically yeah. you would yeah. take secutors if you ran out of the heavy choices. Mm-hmm. I actually yeah. gave all of my secutors away for free to... Uh, <laughs> to uh, yeah, one of our friends here. So, um, oh, really? Um, oh, savage. You're, you're like Andy in Toy Story, just throwing away Woody. I don't want to play yeah. with you guys yeah. anymore. Well, in, in between then and now, they got an extra two wounds. They got an extra base attack. They got hatred just normally. So I used him as a bodyguard for my uh, Archmagos Myrmidax because he had hatred, and then he would confer that to them. And then, and then him with rag grenades and hatred giving that to the Myrmidons, they were all right. 
Um, but they've gained uh, pl plus two strength cumulative in close combat because they used to just have a be strength four and have a power axe. Now they have strength five and have a power axe that gives you plus two strength instead of plus one. So essentially plus two strength in combat with hatred, an extra attack, um, and then much cheaper loadout for weapons as well. Um, so they lost their preferred enemy now, though. Uh, oh, destructors but... did, yeah, yeah, destructors, yeah, destructors lost preferred enemy everything, which kind of sucks. Yeah, because they used to hate organic matter so much. And destructors also lost their power fist. They used to have power fist. Now they've just got yeah. like the shock charger, which is just AP three. So yeah, it's AP three um, and strength five, I think. Now so, we're gonna yeah. swing back to going through units one by one and one by one, and we're gonna let Tim choose the troops because he's our guest. But before we do that, I feel like it's only fair to give Freddy a slight taste of forbidden knowledge. You know, just like an Alistair Crowley quick taste of LSD and heroin before he gets to join in properly for the Scarlet Ladies. Should we tell him about Cyberfergy? Uh, we could. That's your area. <laughs> nah, it's, I, I can do it as a, as a play Thousand Suns also. It's, uh, they really made it into something like uh, Psycho Powers. They even write in yep. the text that uh, even though it looks exactly like psychic powers, it has nothing to do with psychic powers. Um, oh, classic. But yeah, basically, it's uh, stuff that your characters can do, where they can choose one or more of those uh, cyber authority arcanas. And basically, the way it's set up is completely like uh, psychic powers. So each one of them have something they can do uh, that's tactical, and then they have either a melee weapon or a ranged weapon. Um, the auto reductor one, um, what's it called? Artificial reductor or something like that. I, uh, I look forward to see people using that in combat because you can basically force a unit to, uh, to do an emergency disembark from a tank yeah. uh, within 12 inches. That is really <laughs> fucking crazy because you can basically all the Death Stars running around. In you you do realize that once they disembark, they have to take a pinning test too. Yeah, yeah. But imagine, but most of what people pull, you know, if, if, if it's a Death Star in a Spartan, for example, usually it's going to be fearless anyway. But they still have to emergency disembark if they're fearless. They, they have to, yeah. yeah, because that's just a tank. Going, going broke normally. Yeah. yeah, it's only 12-inch range, but you literally just choose a vehicle, pass a leadership test, and then just, like, work, get all those cunts out, and then they all just b disembark, and then you just like, okay, cool, so now I've got all this shit that's in range, and they're just going to blast on those guys now. So, And then you could also end up pinned uh, on top of that, which is pretty good, like, seems pretty good. Holy shit. That's going to really ruffle some feathers in the Spartan world. Yeah, and like. especially when it's it's in the shooting phase. So if you uh, start out by doing that, and then uh, then you have your entire yeah. army uh, just shooting at you, <laughs> playing against that, you really need to uh, think about where you put your uh, put your tank when it's driving over the table because you need some cover or something <laughs> to get close to. I, I have a question. Uh, yep. If I understand it's right, like in the old Mechanicum book. It was like if you had like a cybernetica or whatever, like uh, the different order order uh, reductor and so on. And they were like 
upgrades and the entire army list were like based on order reducta wasn't it or some shit no there used to be four sorgs you, you, you used to choose either you had yeah either you yeah. had order reducta or the tagmata or Liga cybernetica uh so basically you took for your entire army which one of those three is it so you had the Liga cybernetica that was based on the robots, and you had Auto Reductor, which was based on artillery, and you had Tagmata, which was just, I don't know what I want to do, so I'm just doing a bit of whatever. A bit of everything. Uh, yeah, a bit of everything. So basically you had those three to choose from, and now they just, instead of you basing your army off that, you have this uh, Arch Magus, which you can only choose one of. They have a special rule that makes you unable to take more than one of them. Uh, and then the upgrade for him decides which type of army you you're playing uh so so you have some different ones where you can focus on for example this one um we just talked about where you focus on the myrmidons you have the reductor one where you're really good at destroying buildings uh for some reason i, I don't know if they're going to be a th big thing at some point uh and you have <laughs> no. yeah you have for example uh one where you are really good at using infantry and yeah a lot of different ones um so so they change that quite a lot and then you have the archment right which is uh the the top guy in the mechanicum so you can take an allied detachment of more mechanicum um okay. where you normally can't ally your own army type hmm. some crazy shit. So, so the difference is now that you pick basically order depending on your HQ, right? Yeah, exactly. And before you just picked like basically your army, like you pick a legion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's different. Yeah, it's kind of weird the way they've done it, but I mean, you know, fucking <laughs> the whole edition's new, so chance to try thing, try new things, I guess. Yeah, and something to mention about, like, Freddy, these uh, psychic powers, when you choose one of the orders of Techno High Arcana, uh, without going through them one by one, like Eric said, there's some, like, one literally does, like, D6 wounds to an automata or, like, a contemptor or a vehicle. Uh, but each and every one of them, you have one right, which is basically a buff or, like, a debuff for that unit, or you can use it as a special weapon with a range of 24 to 12, and you do, like, haywire hits or automatic hits that you don't have to wound with. But if you fail the attack leadership test, you take damage instead, and you can't use uh, the weapon skill intended. Think of it as a psychic mishap. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's only one wound as well. Like with uh, psychic shit, it's D three damage. This is just yeah. one wound, um, and you get uh, you know I think you get invulnerable saves, just like a just like a psychic power. So you still have invulnerable, but you, one, one thing that's different from as I don't even remember with psychic powers, but I noticed that you can't do uh, damage migration rolls, so it's only invulnerable save and no armor save, no damage migration. So feel no pain doesn't work. I don't mm. remember if it works on Psycho Powers. I haven't had any reason to have it yet, but... Uh... There's there's actually one Psychic Power, which is really nasty, and it has something called Vox Silence. Just a small taste here, Freddy. Just a quick tipple yep. from the Cup of Justice, <laughs> where you give the other unit minus two leadership uh, for an entire turn, and they always have to use... The, you take the best leadership in the unit, and then you get minus two, and they can't use any benefits to improve that. 
So like the ordinary Wolverine is suddenly running around with leadership six. And you can't okay. use your Vexillius because you have Vox Silence. You just shut down everything in the power armor that has to do anything with communication. Cool. Then you hit them with the pinning. And then you lose some friends. And actually, when we talk about pinning, because I we, I looked up uh, the Myrmidon, and it's correct, you need to be within six of the Arch Megas in order to get the line rule. Um, but there is a, a very overlooked unit that you could supplement that with. Um, because when you look at the lead choices, mechanical yes, always had. First, a we should look at the troops' choices, Eric. We can also do that. You don't want me to finish. No, no beat until you finish your vodka. Yeah, yeah. Quickly tell us that thing there. Finish that. Finish <laughs> that thought. Yeah. Tim's like forbidden knowledge. You All say. the listener people will be like, "What the fuck was he gonna say?" Yeah, and then they will forget about it. But if you go to the lead choices, um, then you actually have the tech priest auxilia because mechanicum used to really lack scoring units they had a maximum of six if you took all your troop choices as scoring units but they actually gave yeah. line to take priest auxilia and they can get rotor cannons oh. uh, and they're quite cheap actually so you can get pinning units with shell, with shell shock and 30 inches range um, that can actually hold objectives so if you want to do your whole myrmidon horde that is really good in close combat well then you can just supplement it with uh, take priest auxilia's down in the rear part of the army and actually have scoring units, which is cool. And you can add you can add another two tech priests, so you can have three tech priests, and you can add another like six servatmata. So you can have ten servatmata and three tech priests. And yeah. one of the tech priests can become like a mini psyker. Yeah. But I remember tech priests being like shit ass. Yeah, or you can upgrade them so the tech priests can take uh, conversion beamers. Can they still take uh Wait, I need to see. Because they used to be able to take free, used to be able to take pretty much everything they wanted. So I do wonder if they can still take one of those like signum things. They never, they weren't. Yes, a Nancy Vox, Eric. They can have a Nancy Vox as well. And yeah, they have Auger Scanner and Nancy Vox. So... Auger Scanner. Yeah, it's one of the few places in the Mechanicum Army you can get intercept. So uh, it, it might actually be a good idea to grab a few of them with rotor cannons just because. And if you want like a sheet. You can always go and pick up the Imperial Guard uh, Imperial uh, Tech Priest Auxilia model because you get two to a pack for a very decent price. Yep. That's what I did anyway. <laughs> and everybody silences as they lack, laugh at my lack of money. <laughs> yeah, but that was just to supplement the Myrmidon army because I think it, it's an, a very overlooked unit. And if you're going to go, you know, Myrmidon Securitas with all your troop choices then you might as well look to the elite choices to get some scoring units. Yeah, well, like, that's the great thing with the podcast. Like, you come with these great rules ideas, and Freddy has the great insight. Tim comes with knowledge and mechanicum, and I say a bunch of words nobody really cares about. <laughs> we all have different strengths. Sure. And none of them innately better than the other. Synergy. Yes. So, Tim, you are our guest, and as such, mm. you will get Prima Nocta. Which troop choice is your favorite that you want to talk about? Um, <clears throat> oh, well, let's start with Thalax. I can talk you through Thalax real quick. So, oh, my favorite. So Thalax are pretty much the same as they used to be. They, they're stat-wise. Uh, they, lo- they went down to only Leadership 7 Stubborn instead of Leadership 8 Stubborn. Um, but, I mean, everything pretty much got a, a, a nerf Leadership-wise, except for Praetors and stuff like that. 
Um, they uh, they lost one strength as well, but they gained the ability to take um, a, a chain uh, chain bayonet on their lightning gun. If you took, got a special weapon, you. Can... But they always had that. Uh, no, they used to have. You used to be able to give all of each of them a heavy chain oh, blade. Yeah, that's which right. Is plus two strength, AP four. Now you can give them the you know the shred plus one strength thing, but you can only give it to the lightning gun. You can't give it to the special weapon guys. Um, the lightning gun itself is pretty good now. Um, it's it, it's got the same version that it used to have strength seven rending, but it's rending four plus instead of six. Uh, and it also has an alternate mode, which is like three strength four shred shots. Um, I didn't actually end up using that because I just thought like, uh, like I've used them a couple of times and the, just the four plus rending shot seems to be better because like four, four shots with shred. Yeah, that's cool. You're going to get some wounds, but like almost everyone has like three plus save and then feel no pain. Um, <laughs> these days, so it's kind of, uh, I, I think like the, um, the lightning gun shot. Just seems better, like at least they're not getting their armor save. Um, uh, <clears throat> they they still have all, all have melter bombs, which is pretty good. But um, otherwise, the big change to them is the way um, that they move. Now they instead of jet, a jetpack being uh, movement six and then two d six in the assault phase, it's now plus six movement to your base movement. So you move up, you move thirteen inches. And, uh, and then you can shoot, and then immediately after shooting in the shooting phase, uh, you can do a six-inch redeploy where you can jump around regardless of you know terrain and all that sort of shit. Um, so you can still move, run, shoot, and then do that move as well. So <clears throat> it seems pretty good. It's like real, like they're way faster than they used to be. Um, and then you can move up, shoot, uh, like especially if you've got something like. Because uh, because the lightning gun's only eighteen inches, if you've got a multi melter, you can use that big movement to get within twelve shoot and then eight inch away. So you're theoretically eighteen from the enemy, um, making it you know they need to do a full move and then a char a decent charge to catch you sort of thing. Um, and you, then you can use terrain to sort of like get fuck behind stuff and and hide and that sort of thing. So it's interesting um, using them. It, there's there's two big nerfs to Mechanicum um, in this edition, and they're not like sorry, three big nerfs. Two of them are just basically the game uh, and changes to the game. The the first one obviously being that Weapon Skill three is fucking just total dog shit, um, and a lot of Mechanicum <laughs> stuff is Weapon Skill three or Weapon Skill two like thralls, um, and it's completely fucked. Like um, Weapon Skill three against six is six plus to hit. Weapon Skill three versus like. Uh, uh, four is five plus to hit, and then you're also being hit on threes. So not only are they hitting on threes now, like they were before, but then you're only hitting back on fives, and you've only got two attacks, and you're striking after them because you're initiative fucking two. So a lot of shit, such as Thalax, got massively nerfed by that. The second big nerf is just one small change in the rules, which is that uh, gets hot weapons are now at the AP of the weapon. And that means fuck all the marine players, because it's like, um, the base plasma gun's only AP4. However, Mechanicum have Photon Thrusters, Darkfire, and Photon Gauntlets that are all AP2 built in. So, uh, <laughs> like, every single time you roll a 1 now, you just take a wound, and then you get either a Feel No Pain or Invulnerable save against it. If you've got those, you don't get an armor save. 
So my Thalax, like on a bad day, would just like overheat and kill themselves during a six turn game anyway. Now it's almost assured. Like I ran two units to six, one with two multi melders, one with two photon thrusters, and the photon thruster unit in the six person game, sorry, six turn game, uh, they all died by turn five, just killed themselves from overheat. Um, and then in the other the other game, they died in close combat. But uh, yeah, just overheating as a motherfucker. So that's two big nerfs. And then the third big nerf is that they went through the all every single unit and just like reduced the stats or took away special rules for everything. So in some instances, both. Sorry. Oh yeah, yeah, or both. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. I think like two separate people went through and both had a go at just nerfing it. And um, and then they just combine <laughs> combine them. So, what Thalex lost is uh, they lost. They, they used to have a special programming thing where you just got them yeah. and gave them a special rule, uh, like Tank Hunter, for example. You could give them Rage and Shane Bayonet. You could give them Deep Strike, Rage and Rending, which yep. is really good at Sun Mortalis. Or you could give them uh, Tank Hunter, and Tank Hunter and Face Plasma Fuse was really good. Yeah, there was a Skyfire version where if you didn't move, um, yeah, they they. They the the photon thrusters are only twenty four inches instead of forty eight now, and the dark fire is only thirty six instead of sixty now. So the skyfire one was used to be pretty good because it was one of the few ways you could get skyfire and mechanicum, but also because it was forty eight inches, you had a good good range. Now only being twenty four. Oh, I mean, well, doesn't matter anyway because they don't fucking have it. They don't have the the interceptor thing or the tank kind of thing. So one what I used to run is two times six. Thalax with photon thrusters and the tank hunter thing because it's strength six lance, so you could always glance on the six against a vehicle. And because you had tank hunter, you could fish for sixes and then fish for sixes again. However, with a combination of gets hot and not having tank hunter, it makes them oh, and only being fucking 24 inch range now just makes them fucking pretty useless against vehicles. So, thruster definitely took massive hits in this edition. Um, the only things that can take it now are Archmagos and Thalax, uh, because the Myrmidons gained Darkfire cannons. It's slightly depressing how the plasma gun, the phased plasma fusel, is still AP free with breaching 4+, because now... Oh, true, yeah. Yep. It, it's Most plasma weapons got slightly worse, but the phased plasma fusel got a bit cheaper, I think 5 points per gun, and every free one can have it. Uh, but now... <laughs> If you do a get hot, then you don't get any armor save at all. Yep, yep. <laughs> so Thralls or Myrmidons, who can take that, have either 4+, plus or 3+, plus, so they don't get a save. They just get a 5+, plus if it's a Myrmidon, or a 6+, plus if it's a, th- a Thalax. And the weird thing is, the background specifically said for Phase Plasma is that it was a special form of Phase Plasma that d- wasn't as fucking hot as Plasma, so it was only a P3, but it also didn't get hot, which was its main thing. But they just decided, no, let's just make it guess hot. And then they also gave it a four. Yeah, which is strange. The, the breaching four plus, like it needed a four plus. Like what? Yeah. I don't know. It's just a... I ran these for so long. I think I have like, I have like twelve. I think sixteen or nineteen phallax, and I have like two plasma fusils, two uh, photon thrusters, and like just six ordinary guys. And it's always yeah. fun, and it's always been very ubiquitous and like a part of the. Fa- they got me into Mechanicum, like they're really hot models. They still have Gin side and shit, but I never took them because they were great, though they were pretty good. Uh, but mm. like, they have initiative too. So if you use like any form of stat altering weapon on them, like blind or whatever, or like something that causes fear, 
then you can just like sweeping advance them. And also, don't forget, Phalax can never sweeping advance. Yes, that's true. I think like the way I I used to use them in my uh, yeah in my armies, I used to do them like in three man groups with their photon thruster. Um, they still have the blind rule. So yep. basically, what I used to do is just to keep them, you know, used to have them come down and deep strike on objectives, and then you know shoot uh, just a guy or two in a unit, and then jump into cover or behind a building or something. Uh, and those blinds, like e- even I remember a game that was against Buran where I had I had them on the table blocking his uh, infiltration. And then turn one, I managed to blind Alpharius and uh, the ten uh, Iron Warrior Terminators. Um, so they, I, I think, and that's a tactic you could still do at least uh, because there's still so yeah. Yeah. Chris Cross taught us to jump around, jump around. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That that is true. Blind is fucking way better in this edition, just because yeah. if your weapon's still one, you're hit on twos by everything basically and uh you're only hitting on sixes against everything so yeah from that perspective definitely really good and i think that could be the way if you do want to run thrusters like uh or or, or run the blind like a lot of blind that would be the way i'd say Morgans love blind yeah yeah i think the uh the lightning guns have never been good enough at least because they only had one shot so they've never been good enough for me at least to start hunting tanks unless you know there was a rhino next to them they just had to kill so I've always been using photon thrusters to just blind units, and you know, mm. if someone had a strong two plus armor save unit, just kill off infantry. And as infantry hunters, they work well. Just keep them out of charge range. The main difference now is they used to be able to like fight their way out in a pickle, yeah. like in a pinch. They could always like hunt down some weakened squads, like birds yeah. of prey, just descending on like a dying hyena or lion. Now just jump around and keep them out of close combat, even with like a heavy shame bayonet. Yeah. If if you have five of these, do not fight ten assault marines. Don't even fight six assault marines. Yeah, yeah. Stay at the fuck out of combat. Yeah. But one, one, one good thing now that's actually here, the uh, entire unit can take melter bombs, five points per model. And yeah. considering how rare melter bombs are now, and how much move they got now, mel- that you know, hunting tanks with them is actually a viable choice because before you had, as you, you only had a movement of six. So you had to charge, you know, you had to be really fucking close to charge a tank. Uh, right now, you actually have the means to, you know, get over the table and actually charge a tank uh, and deploy the melter bombs and then hopefully get away before you get into real combat. Or make sure the thing doesn't fucking explode. Yeah. Just yeah. on the weekend, I jumped on to a... Uh, I was playing against a dude called Rapper over here. Shout out to Rapper. Um, but he had a, a, a Cestus assault ram thing, and it landed and dumped out some Terminators. But because it was landed, I was like, ah, oh, so I hit it because it's only counts as... They count, a vehicle just counts as weapon skill one. So I was able to just jump onto it and just dump six melter bombs and just fucking annihilated it. Like, yeah, really, really good. Um, like, w- one of the things <clears> that Alex... Uh, used to be good at as well is um tanking against units because they were stubborn eight and you could also like power fists couldn't one shot them because they're toughness five Mm. uh so definitely if you needed to tie up a unit even if like terminators or something like that because they wouldn't like one shot them um you could tie terminators up for at least one or two turns because you're a stubborn eight but now it's stubborn seven becomes a bit dicier 
and yeah, so I don't know. It, I, I think the multi melder is the big big winner though. My multi melder squad versus my thruster squad. The multi melders did way more epic shit. Now that there's no, uh, uh, what's it called, armored ceramite. Um, like I had them jump in and just toast a Spartan like it was nothing. Um, the fact that a multi melder is twin linked as well now makes it really really good. Like we can all fax lyrical on the phalanx, but we should really move on, I guess. Yeah. 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 Now I'm gonna let Eric choose a troop choice. Yeah. Well, uh, I guess we'll just take the next one, the the Skillex, um, because the Skillex actually got better um, in some ways. Unfortunately, it's a close combat unit with weapon skill three, so hitting on fives against marines. Um, but the Skillex were, in the last edition, I would say, completely useless. Um, the, the big thing was they had the Rat Furnace. Uh, and the Rat Furnace basically gave minus one toughness to models in base contact with them. The problem was that units, they were quite expensive. So they usually didn't touch more than half of a unit, which meant that the majority toughness was just a normal toughness. With the new Rat Furnace, they actually changed it so that uh, you get plus one to wound against uh, any unit that is in base contact with the skill X unit. Yeah, that's nuts. And that stacks with rad grenades too. Yeah, exactly. So so you are you actually have a unit here where they, there's still only two wounds and they could only four plus safe and they cost they toughness five, two wounds, four plus safe. And they cost th- uh, 25 points per model. I think they used to cost like 30, 35 points. Uh, so they 36. Yeah, so yeah, so they have been reduced in price, but they still die to to, for example, uh, Volkais or auto cannons and stuff like that. Um, yeah, still, still no feel no pain. The biggest thing about them last edition was no feel no pain. The toughness four, sorry, toughness five with a four plus armor save, just like Thalax. However, yeah. Thalax had a feel no pain and an extra wound, whereas these guys are only two wounds. So and the high movement. But they actually got one thing that's cool now is they actually got the, the ability to uh, to buy new weapons because they got Valkyrie Charger, Rotor Cannon, and Flamer and Maxilla, Maxima Boulder. Before they had like one in something could take one weapon, and still it was like one in four can take Graviton Gun, Plasma Gun, Ara Cleanser, Melter Gun. But actually, Rotor Cannons, uh, because they're relentless. You can actually walk across the table and shoot out pinning tests left and right. And then we get into close combat. You do it along with your close combat units. And if you have rat grenades also and the rat furnace, then it, you just wound everything at two plus. Talking to you guys now, it sort of strikes me that playing Mechanicum now is a bit more like playing like Eldar back in second or fourth edition. Every unit has a special niche that you have to really remember and think about. Because yeah. before you could take like Castleaxe, they can do a bit of everything and also beat shit to death. Phalaxe, yeah. they can do a bit of everything and beat shit to death. Skillaxe, don't, don't, just don't bother. Now, like each and every unit has a very distinct purpose. Yeah. Tim, you're a long time mechanical player. What do you say about that assessment? Uh, yeah, I haven't tried these guys on the field yet, but um, uh, they, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I I, def- I definitely do agree with you. Like, there's um there's more nuance and shit to it. Like, especially with the cyberthergy stuff, um, it is going to be because the cyberthergy stuff is really really good, and you can get the most out of your units, allowing them to do reactions and shit like that on 
on Automata, which can't usually do that. However, uh, it just makes your Archmagos the biggest, juiciest target, like, yeah. especially with all the Nemesis rifle spam going around that we've heard about and Dreadnoughts being really good. Like, um, if they seek out your Archmagos and kill them, like that's a, it's a big, big nerf to the army now. Um, so. Yeah, if you, if you get in a combat with a Leviathan Dreadnought, you're going to have a big problem. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Playing Mechanicum now uh, has always been a bit like playing the undead. You got like your master necromancer or like megatech priest, which is technically yeah. true then, fluff wise. Huh? Yeah. Well, it's true fluff wise. Yeah. But he is the necromancer, as they're all fucking monkey brains and shit, dead corpses <laughs> in robots. It's like Jodorowsky's the techno priest. Like it's just an entire cult built around this one dude who wants to get out from his family and just make video games. <laughs> Yeah. That's a really obscure reference, and if somebody writes into us, they might get a prize at Scandals just for getting it. <laughs> La- laugh at Krell's shitty jokes, get a prize. That's, that's the game we're playing right now. Or don't. Don't encourage this shit. Next, next we're going to do, like, miss me with that shit. Uh, I'll, do, I'll do the frawls. I'll take the grenade for team. Mm-hmm. Frawls are 10 for 4 to 5 points. Now they have the right of pure thought. They are fearless. They are stubborn. No, they're not fearless, right? No. No, they're stubborn. Leadership 6. What's the right of pure thought? It used to be fearless. Stops them doing reactions. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so it, it went from being a really good thing to just being yeah. a nerf. Yeah, being a huge nerf. I read those rules and I was like, oh my god, this sucks. And then I was like, oh wait, right of pure thought. Hopefully that's still fearless. No. It just makes them <sighs> fucking not be able to do reactions. It's just Pavlovian like down because it used to be like I see uh, right if you're following like oh cool and I was like oh no no wait this is bad but, but imagine all those poor mechanical players has been painting 5 billion thralls to just annoy the fucking shit out of you and now it's completely useless but guys they're having enough you can reroll your 6 plus armor save against templates that are all yeah if there was a template that didn't pierce armor in any way you could reroll your armor save of 6 Oh, I reroll my six plus save, yeah. So I've yeah. got a hundred girls painted up, and like forty of them have heavy chain blades, which isn't an option. Another twenty have mitral locks, which isn't an option, but you can imagine that. Which used to be like a laser shotgun for those of you listening. The mitral lock yeah, was yeah, yeah. a laser shotgun. Yeah. Maybe that'll come back. You used to be able to make these guys like unable to move or like heavy, and they could get like two shots. You had yeah. a lot of options how you used to play your tech frauls. Now it's very clear that they have one function. Mm-hmm. And they are line, but they're also heavy. But I think the worst thing about them is the weapon skill too, because they hit. Yeah. You, you act before you could only take up to twenty. Now you could take up to thirty. But the problem is they hit marines on sixes because marines have doubled their weapon skill, so they yeah. are completely fucking useless in close combat. And they are stubborn leadership. Uh, they're stubborn leadership six, so they they're gonna run mm-hmm. as soon as anything happens. The only way you can get something out of it is they have the five plus feel no pain, and the take priest exilia can increase their uh, feel no pain save. So yep. there, you you can kind of stack up on extra feel no pain, but that's about it. You used to be able to give these guys like uh, flak armor too. Yeah, but they they have hatred, so you can reroll your sixes to or your attempt to roll sixes to hit against yeah. pretty much everything. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel pretty bad about that. So there were already shit in like weapon skill two. 
was shit in the last edition. Like you still yeah. you still needed fives to hit from shooting or fives to hit in close combat. Uh, against almost everything, and, and against anything as weapon school five or more, you are only hitting on sixes. So against like custodes or fucking veteran space marines, you were doing nothing anyway. So they completely nerfed this unit. Even like just the just the the hit to hit chart, um, from basically just the addition nerf would have nerfed that. But like also taking away every single option as well. Like they used to used to be able to give them four plus armor save and make them fearless. Uh, yeah, it's very much stop it. He's already dead. Yeah, but I got one thing I really fear from this because you you can see here they actually just took the stat from the last edition put in and playing militia. If they transfer the weapon skill from the old militia books, you're gonna have. Like all squads are gonna hit on five plus, but you're also gonna have squads that are only weapon skill two, and it's just not gonna be fun to play an army where you hit on sixes because that would be the most massive nerf you could give militia. Uh, well, finally, marines will be better than fucking militia. Well, another thing to I think another thing to think about is that if we are getting campaign books, which I just keep saying over and over again because I think that's going to happen. Of course it is. I can't see Mechanicum, Militia, and Solar Auxilia getting as many like upgrades and up to date information like the Legions will. No, but I would say from this book, like so they have, especially when you have Myrmidons, you you're gonna love this book because they got really really good. But I think <laughs> overall they kind of dumped down the list a bit and it seems like at least to me that it was just something they had to do because you know people have mechanical mummies it, it it like if you look at the size of the book it's not even half the size of the marine book um so, Can, so i'm gonna be like super cynical from a business perspective yeah. here so they're trying to get in new players and new players buy like the neat plastic box and everything they need maybe pick up some forge world goodies and then the old players who aren't going to buy anything new rock up with their like entirely finished mechanicum armies and just beat the shit out of them because as most of us know and i have a mechanicum army and this is a quote from yoki moritz yeah circle of life yeah mechanicum armies are fucking bullshit fuck that bullshit i'd rather play <laughs> against uh, custodies they could also try you know, to balance it. I know that yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it wouldn't maximize their profit. But, but they uh, went too far in the other end. Like, they beat the shit out of mech too much. Yeah. yeah. Where's the incentive to get, like, that mech plastic box now? Yeah. But at least they, they have shown with the... We're going to get to it probably the Karaknos tank. They showed us that if, if a tank hasn't sold at all, because it's really, really crap, then you can always make it, like, super super good to uh, to start selling it but at least it looks really really good too so uh yeah the crackness was always cool yeah but it was so bad before but now with the the missile launcher is uh, it's completely insane but i guess we'll get to it in a in a moment we will. so we've yeah. covered everything i'm gonna count the cast lacks as covered because tim did a very very keen eyed assertion on him so beyond that we're actually gonna jump over to the elites Eric has covered the... I think he covered Tech Freeze pretty well, the Auxilia. Uh, now, I'm going to let you guys just split this up among the other. Domitars, I have very little experience with them. Tim, you and Eric both know a lot about the Domitars. What is this Dominator? Uh, yeah, so these used to be, I think, overcosted in the last edition. They're a lot cheaper now. The There's some good... So... 
like all automata, the Castellacs, the Domitars, the you know, um, Vorax, everything like that, uh, all of these things uh, work better, obviously, if you're using Cyberthergy. And you can get, with a, with a Cybernetic list, if you're running two Dominus and an Archimagos, you can get a bunch of Cyberthergy going, which makes automata really good, I think. Addition-wise, though, they got hit by the addition nerf, so, you know, Weapon School 3 on a bunch of them. Uh, Weapon School 4 on the Domitar and the, um, you know, the, uh, the, the, the other close combat one, the um, Vorax, uh, isn't too bad. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so, so Domitar, um, they're very close to a Dreadnought stat. They're not quite there. They're only Weapon School 4 instead of 5. But Strength 7, Toughness 7, 5 wounds. Initiative three of three attacks, so they're 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 close, but they're neg one initiative and neg one weapon skill to a dread um, for thirty points cheaper. They're also only three plus armor save as well. So for thirty points more more a dreadnought, like a contempt of dreadnought, just totally fucking shits down these things. Do they get like do you get squads and do they get cheaper when you have like lots of them? Uh they're hundred and thirty points per model. Uh, for, for additional ones, so 15, 15 points cheaper for additional ones. Now, they do have, so the Graviton Hammer has not changed really that much, and the Graviton Hammer is really good. It's got a, it's a strength 10 AP2 weapon, but it's also got like a, a Graviton Flamer. Um, those are really good uh, because they have two each, so like I used to run three of them, and you could put down like six Graviton templates. Um, Graviton, the way that works, is really good now. Um, if, as long as you're not going to put it down and then charge through it yourself, because then you're going to start <laughs> taking taking wounds. I love Graviton. It's the best thing ever. Yeah. Uh, there's Cyberthergy that'll allow you to do reactions. So if somebody does try and charge you with like a Dreadnought, for, for example, that Dreadnought will probably fucking die because you can do Wall of Death uh, 2d3 each. So three of them would be doing anywhere between six and, uh, was it 18? Uh, uh, haywire hits, which obviously on a two plus, they're taking a wound with only invulnerable saves, and on a six, they're taking a wound with no saves. So really big dreadnought deterrent. But you need to get that. You know, you need to you need to use uh, your cyberthergy to get that working. If you know what I mean. Use protection so you don't get viciously fucked. Yeah. But so do you think the Magus Dominus is going to be like, bef- I remember before when you played the League of Cybernetica, you had, I used to just play three Magus Dominus. Um, yep. So th- do you think it's going to be oh. the same here where people just spamming the cheap ones? Nah, well, I, I used to, so I've got a Ligio Cybernetica army, a Myrmidon army, a Reductor army, and a Thrall-based army. Um, and my Cybernetica army, I always ran my Archimagus uh, Cybernetica in a big unit of five Castellacs with the Mauler cannons, um, and then he he could do Cyberthergy from that unit as well as shoot as well as the unit could shoot at a different target. Uh, and then I had two two baby Magos um, because the baby Magos went down to only leadership eight, I believe. Uh, let me have a look here. Eight, yeah. Uh, oh no, they're nine. They're nine. Oh really? Yeah, Magos. No, so they haven't lost leadership. So the yeah, still pretty good. Um, the the cyberthergy is a lot better though compared to what it was last uh, edition. Like last edition, you would choose a model and give it plus two strength, or oh, sorry, sorry, uh, plus two initiative, or choose a model and give it plus two attacks, or choose a model and exploit, or like choose Thanatar and let it shoot its plasma mortar twice. Yes, true. Yeah, that Thanatar thing is now just built into the Thanatar. They can just shoot twice and take D three wounds. Um, 
and then you can use your Cyberthegy to heal them, or use Battlesmith to heal them. Uh, but or both, yeah, the, which is pretty good. So, so you did you did do the uh, the nasty thing with putting the Magus Dominus just one of them each on a mag on a on a um, Domitz, no, in the Thanatars, and then put an Augur scanner on them. So every time people try to deep strike, you just uh, bombarded them with plasma. <laughs> no, I I ran. I used to, as because I used to like self-regulate and not take just like ass-kicking fucking mega shit. You're gonna have to explain self-regulation to a Dane. Yeah, what's that? So yeah, I, I I used to take I used to take a full maniple of three Thanatars all in the one maniple, which is like eight hundred and fucking twenty points or whatever the hell it was, and then I'd and then I'd have a Magos in there. So if somebody did outflank next to me. They would just turn and be like, "Okay, take three fucking mega shots," um, and then I wouldn't get to shoot in my following shooting phase, which was fair, I feel. Um, and you just did a double shoot thing on the twin linked Mahler bolt cannon instead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the thing is, you couldn't you couldn't double tap, you couldn't do a double tap intercept at least. No, that's true. That was the thing. Now I believe if you had an augury scanner guy join a than well, than the other thing about Thanatars is now Thanatars is a talon. You can only do one reaction per face. Yeah, yeah, and, and a th Thanatars are talon, so they they you de they deploy as a unit, but then they split up separately, so mm -hmm. you can't just attach one single augury scanner to them all, unfortunately, anymore. But we'll get to that in a minute. Um, but yeah, like so talking about the Domitars. All of these things, like on the face of it, you're like, ah, oh, yeah, I guess. Uh, Cyberthergy, once you read the Cyberthergy rules, which is, might be beyond the scope of tonight, you, you, you'll be able to see sort of uh, how they really sort of... Um, the secret sauce. They can really sort of buff up your automata. Yeah, yeah. They can buff your automata up to, you know, uh, cancelling rules that are buffing, that are, that are, that are fucking neg ne are negative to them. Um, so being able to uh, do reactions just like everything else in the game, you can cancel that by simply taking a leadership test. Which is which is why I talk about synergy because like if you lose your HQ, if you lose your magic casters, you lose the ability to use the synergetic part of it, and then it's just like a disjointed yes. bike trying to move forward. Yeah, so it's it's not as bad as an undead army in fantasy, whereas once you lose your general, you have to start taking crumble checks. But it does make your Automata significantly shittier if you're not able to do cyberthergy on them. So wait, just to clarify for like everyone else, because normally I play Marines, right? So everyone can react all the time. So are you saying that like the robots they can't react unless you do cyberthergy on them? That is correct. They can't do uh, reactions. So which unit can re actually react in the mechanical mark? Anything that's not cyberthergy and take trolls. Yeah, anything that's not automata. So, uh, tech thrills can. Oh, no, sorry, tech thrills can't. Sorry, yeah, tech thrills can't. But Thalax can. Some of the other stuff can. Uh, Archimagos themselves can. Myrmidons all can. It, it's that. That's why, like, if you look, uh, you know, Myrmidons definitely, that's what a lot of people are talking about. Uh, Myrmidons got rules buffs, um, and they also just, you know, inherently are can always do reaction fire and because Myrmidons are packing like heat they're definitely like going to be better at and i mean like in an army like how much uh you're going to have some Myrmidons and some automata and uh i okay so what i found is i i was i haven't run the mechanicum list i've run i ran automata i run uh castellax and thalax with my iron hands army which is a pride of the legion army and I was able to bring them in not as allies, but as inducted 
Castellax and Thalax by using a Forge Lord and a Pravian to bring them in. And the pro was that they gained the Iron Hand special rule, which is the Negwon strength range shooting against them, which is very cool. And I'm not mad at that. However, um, not having Cyberthurgy on them meant that my Thal my Castellax unit couldn't do reactions. Even though there's Marines in there, I had a, the Pravian and the Forge Lord could both join them. They weren't able to do reactions either. So uh, when people charged them, they just had to sat sit there. Um, at one point, a uh, Lightning Prime came on and like shot the fuck out of them. And I was just like, oh man, if I could have done reactions, I would have just all five of those Castellax would just turn their Mauler cannons on that Lightning and just shot it the fuck out of the sky. Actually, with with reactions, um, because flyers, they uh, when you do a flying move, you're not allowed to react to it. So there's no. Oh, really? Fly. Yeah. Uh, we actually. Uh, what? No, no return fire. Um, if you no, it's it's the move. You can return fire, yeah. Uh, but yeah. you, you oh, cannot yeah. you cannot intercept them. Um, because no. it, uh, they're doing a zoom move, and we actually wrote Fortwell to ask like, uh, because you know the intercept says when you enter the table. And then you have the, you cannot shoot at a zooming flyer. And uh, they answered that, no, when you come on the table, you do it by a zoom move. So there is no intercepting flyers anymore in the game. Oh, wow. Now, gentlemen, uh, to expedite us moving on and not getting yes. bogged down, we should move on to the heavy support. And to do yeah. that, I'm going to claim the Fanatar Siege Automata Manable. What, what about the new guy that's from Elite, the Arcuter Magisterium? The assassinator thingy? Yeah. Yeah, who wants to talk about that? Yeah, he, I, I read him. I read through him earlier, and he's uh, he's a very fun guy. Basically, it's he, it's the one close combat character they made, but at the same time, they gave him you know an Archaeotech pistol, and he can buy a photon thruster or face plasma fusel, and he can get a Paragon blade and a Machinator array. Yeah, that gives him one hundred twenty-five points, by the way, which is a very very nice point. Yeah, to be yeah. and you can just put him with your Vorax because. I have Vorax, and I'm gonna make me one of these. Yeah, but he can buy. As far as I can see, he can actually buy it as part of his choice. So he can buy either an Alatax or Vorax. So you you kind of get the robot for free, choice wise. But I think his. It, I think it's funny they gave him Precision Strike five plus, and then he gave him all the strong shooting weapons. I'm like with you know with all the Nemesis bowlers running around in Marine armies, I would have. Maybe giving him precision shot instead. Yeah, but he can have a paragon blade. Yeah, but he only has two attacks, so it's it's kind of a waste of points. Otherwise, he's supposed to be like, um, I guess he's like the witch hunter general. Yeah, he's but he... he's a judge and accuser of tech carries. I mean, Fluffwise is very appealing. These venerable fathers are known as the fathers of the Malagra. Tim, he's a father of Malagra. You need yeah. One. You can use his machinator attacks would gain precision attacks as well, precision yeah. strikes as well, I guess. But and the machinator ray is a flamer and a meltagun, right? Yeah, he's only initiative four as well, so he's going to be going uh, after most characters. But I guess, I guess yeah. against other archmagos, which is what he's meant Here's to be doing. Here's your weapon skill five, Tim. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So against what he's meant to be taking out, which is enemy archmagos. Uh, he will be. He is weapon skill five, so he's, hit, he's hitting on threes. He's got the precision strike, so he can like attack into a unit of automata or something and try and fucking hack him. A paragon blade only has murder strike, so you need to yeah. hit the the magus, and then you should roll a six, and he needs to fail his uh, three plus invulnerable save. Three plus, yeah, like, yeah. The, the chance <laughs> of that happening is not almost not there. 
Yeah. And then he gets uh, hit by a, by a power fist from the Magus, and he's down. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I don't know. It's, it, he, he seems weird to me. He should have had precision shot, too, I guess. I'm going to take one just because of the fluff. Yeah. He also slows down the Vorax as well, because um, they're they movement eight and have fleet. Yeah, because he's only movement seven. So uh, they're, they're movement eight and they have fleet two and scout. Like, the scout would confer, but... Uh yeah, no, no, if if he just had if he was movement eight and fleet two as well, it'd make him taking the Vorax a lot better. Um, Vorax are one of those units that are like some of them got way worse, some of them got slightly better, like Myrmidons, and some of them sort of just like got nerfed in some weird ways. Like the Vorax uh, went down to toughness five instead of six, but they did gain the automatic deflector, so they do have a five plus invulnerable save now. Which is good. He only used to have like a four plus. Yeah. yeah. Only being three wounds there in toughness five, like holy shit, they're just gonna get like chewed up. Um and their power blade array now um is just makes them AP four with breaching five plus. So they're not AP two anymore. Yeah, and and also their miniguns don't don't have the um the four plus poison, which just yeah, that's weird. Fucking makes them completely fucking useless, dude. Like the the pinning's fine. Um, I mean, you've got to fail a test to do the pinning, uh, but that many, it, it is a lot of strength three shit, but just like, I, I tried a few times I tried, uh, you know, cause you, you could cut 60 points if you just took the strength three, uh, range 30 shooting, but it, it just sucks. Like even against three plus guys, they're getting a three plus save and then a feel no pain. They just don't give a shit. Like, <laughs> so you will save them for next edition. <laughs> Yeah, at least their lightning gun got re- rending four plus. <laughs> to move on, the Fanatar Siege Automata Maniple, Freddy, perk up. I know this is yeah. like your nemesis, nemesi. I fucking hate them. They're a maniple now. That was so annoying. The most you can take, you can replace one of them with the last cannon version. And the last cannon version is Armor Bane, Strength 10, AP1, free shots. Uh, the Plasma Mortar is now only AP4, a great loss to humanity. Well, to Canada and thusly the world. No. But it is uh, breaching 4+. And it can, as Tim said, it can actually do a double shot, but you take a D3 wound with no damage mitigation or saves allowed, but you could give it back because it has 7 wounds. So the most you're going to lose are like 3, I guess, which is very unlikely, unlike, unless you're me and Freddy. Strength 8, toughness 8, classic. Free attacks. I have used this to beat Korax into the ground before he ran away. And like this guy has beaten the shit out of Marines. It's always extremely entertaining to see. Uh, strange, like how they're no longer AP2, I guess, because it has shock ramps now. So it's AP3 in close combat. Sort of uh, <laughs> Still has automatic deflector. <laughs> and if you have one of them, you can get the Paragon of Metal. And that does what? It makes him able to walk around without being controlled by a Cortex controller. So basically, yeah, I'm gonna double check because I just want to make sure they haven't changed Paragon Metal. Oh yeah. no, they have, they have. It's it's it is uh, it's it's better in some ways. It will not die four plus precision strike four plus uh, precision shots four plus rampage two special rule. Wait, so if I have the plasma mortar and I get a four plus to wound, I get to choose who I take out. Yes, yeah. So precision shot with a multi melder, um, I pretty good. Um, and then it will not die four plus as well is a lot better. Um, rampage. Oh, it's rampage two, isn't it? Is it rampage? Yeah. If I get the four plus breaching, then I get the precision shot four plus two. So I get the shoes who I take away. Okay. But guys, imagine this on the, uh, the one with, um, 
you know, the big uh, last kind of what's it called? Um, the Solex heavy lass. Yeah. I said, totally reading out of the book. If you give him Paragon of Metal, he can basically uh, snipe out characters because he yeah. just needs, he has three shots. He needs to roll four. What's up with you and sniping this edition? Because it's good to remove the enemy characters. Yeah, no, true. Because there's a lot of points early in the game. Yeah, strength 10, AP 2 or 1, and then three shots. Yeah, AP 1. Precision yeah. shot, pre- precision shot four plus man, that's really good. Like, and also you get like you get an extra wound, so then you have eight wounds. Yeah, and long range. Yeah, it will not die four. It will not will die. It will not die four plus on that is pretty good as well because you got so many wounds, you're gonna get bigger chance of getting them back. So to answer Freddy's opening question, should he still be afraid of them? I mean, kinda. Yeah, but I think he he should be afraid of the actually the heavy last one, the Calyx. Now it got better. It used to be like nobody took the Calyx unless they really liked the look of it, but now the Calyx is actually a considerable option. Uh, I I painted one just because I liked the model. Yeah, which is to honestly, when you're playing Mechanicum, taking the one with the coolest model is like probably the best way to get started. Yeah, it's hard to go wrong in shooting a Mechanicum model. But one thing that's also, I think, with all the robots that we, we haven't talked about is they all lost Enhanced Targeting Array. Yeah, they lost all their upgrades. Yeah, so all of the models have been reduced by one in Ballistic Skill, and they don't give minus one cover anymore. And I think especially with, uh, for example, Solex Heavy Lass, it's a shame that it's only BS4 now instead of 5, because Mechanicum, especially the robot part of the army, has always been living on very few shots but very heavy shots that hit almost every time and reduce cover um so even though they have had a few point reductions i don't know how bad that's going to be for the army but we'll see i guess most of the lists i've seen going around are very myrmidon heavy um yeah. uh myrmidons uh dark fire and that sort of thing people just need to remember the gets hot rule because i think a lot of people I've got a feeling because I, I I speak to a bunch of people and people have been giving me feedback and I ask them like oh yeah so how many models are you losing from overheat and then they go oh what overheat and AP of the weapon and I'm like yeah it's in the overheat and it's in the gets hot rolls and they're like oh fuck because I know I I took terrible damage from yeah okay so like this is the thing Tim has a great point here if you play Mechanicum do everyone a real fucking favor and learn the rules because. This is the thing, like Pella will tell me, Freddy will tell me, playing against Mechanicum should not be a sure of somebody being like, oh, this is, these are my killer bots. And they're like, okay, what are the rules? I don't know, like you just read in the book. No, no, don't do that. Learn your own fucking rules and just like tell people what to be on the lookout for. Tell them this has like gets hot or like this overheats or like these are shit in close combat. Don't be a dick about it. Because it's such an esoteric, different army. Like give people a fucking break. Yeah, and Mechanicum has always been special rules heavy. Like I, I remember, yeah. I started this army as my first heresy army, and you you need to spend a lot more time than on Marines, also just learning it. Because as you might have noticed here when we have talked, there are a lot of synergies in the army. You have rat grenades, you have the rat furnace, for example. You have characters that need to babysit robots. You have the the um, cyber authority where they. Uh, you know, you can buff your robots. So it's it's yeah. not just one unit does this, one unit does this. You play the army as a whole that works together. Um, so you need to know 
what the fuck is going on because there are so many upsides and so many downsides. Yes. If you only take the upsides, then you're going to cheat your way to victory really easy. Um, especially in a new edition where people are struggling even to learn their own armies. Um, so read the fucking rules. Well yeah. said. Yeah, read the manual and like help people. Give them some quick pointers because it shouldn't be like, oh man, here comes mechanical. It should just be like, yeah, it's a different army, different rules, but I know how to handle it. Now, yeah. in the name of moving along, because of our poor, long-suffering editors, of whom I have nothing but the deep respect, Tim, tell us about the fucking Crackness tag. Ah, okay. So Crackness is really good now. Um, I had a, I had two Crackness, and I didn't really use them that much because they're they were shit. Um, yeah, I, I use them with with my so I've got a th- with my Thrall army, and sometimes I'd run my I'd run them as Panzer Panzer Thralls, which was them mounted in Triaras because I've got three Triaras, and then I'd run my two Crackness as well. So it'd be this like pleasing wall of tanks with their big like shock rams on the front. And in the previous edition, the Kraknos basically it was good for ramming into people and taking hits for the for the transports instead of so people would focus on them instead of the transports. Uh, now it's uh, got a couple of good buffs. Number one um, is the missile, the the mortar Kraknos mortar thing kept at sixty inch range, um, and it's like seven inch. Uh, hold on, let me just find it here. It's uh, it's like. It's, yeah, it's a seven-inch blast now with armor bane. Is that an apocalyptic blaster? No, I just uh, yeah, seven-inch one. Yeah, um, it's massive blast. It has rat fate. It has flesh bane. Uh, so and it has uh, the one what's it called? The one with crawling fire where you can move yeah. the template a bit. So and it's yeah. barrage also. And it has a sweet ass model. Yeah, yeah. I have one that I never finished. It's going to be built very, very soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I really want to get mine on the table. Yeah. If you if you like War Crimes and Nebelwerfers or Stuga, you should like get this thing. Yeah, the the um the guns on the side uh called the used to be called a Lightning Sentinel and it was like a three-shot lightning gun. Now it's a thing called a Lightning Lock, which is the same as like the fist on the Moirax little baby knight. So now it's 36 inch range, strength 7, AP3, heavy 1, blast 3 inch, rending 4 plus, shred, and exoshock 4 plus. So three shots, oh sorry, sorry, one shot in with a 3 inch, rending 4 plus, so strength 7 rending, not too bad, uh, with exoshock 4 plus as well. Now with strength 7 rending 4 plus, it's a real mindfuck because you're like, oh, okay, 7, and then I rolled a 4 plus. So I get an extra D3, but remember, I only rolled a 4, so it's 7 plus 4 plus D3, not 7 plus 6 plus D3. See what we mentioned about the rules stacking up? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But but Exoshock just being chucked on the back there makes it really, really good, because like, you're going to get those like natural 6s and then roll like a 15 or something and then get an extra just like automatic pen uh, on a 4+, plus. so two pens with the press one. Pretty good. Um, I think that tank has definitely been like uh buffed um just because it was so shitty before like the two things it was incredibly bad that they did buff really well were the um calyx which we were always complaining about like oh one strength nine shot where the fuck it was bullshit uh now it's like armor bane uh strength ap2 uh fucking three shots um and decently long range um as well i can't find the rules for that what the fuck is it? Where, where are the rules for the um? You have to check under missile weapon. Yeah. Ah, missile weapon. So yeah, it's one that Kragnos motor is like got 
some of the craziest rules. It's like heavy one, massive blast seven, barrage, fleshbane, rad phage, ignores cover, pinning, shell shock three, and crawling fire. So shell shock three, very very good. Taking pinning checks at neg three, holy fuck. The seven inch blast, really really good. Um, it's barrage. It's one of the few barrage weapons. You know the Karaknos? Oh, sorry, the um the Thanatar plasma mortar doesn't have the barrage rule. Yep. Pretty interesting. That's kind of weird. Something tells me fucking militia is going to be pinned all the fucking time. Yep. Oh, yeah, especially with Shellshock 3. Holy shit. I think my favorite thing with this is it belongs to, like, the Lacrimarta part of the Mechanicum, so it's just, like, insane biological weapon monstrosities. So your idea of, like, an army going forward and then just as enemies closing, your Triaros just open up their hatches and insane lobotomized slave soldiers come out with shame claves. It's just, yeah, it's so viscerally yeah. appealing. Yeah. If you if you apologize for the appropriation, it's so fucking metal. <laughs> yeah, I might try running it. Um, the thralls are just so unappealing, though, being like six plus armor and just such like a like a, a cardboard cutout of what they used to be. And Freddy, they used to be shit. Like the funniest Freddy, thing is they used a, to be the biggest shit. Can we do an FAQ shit. for Scandus where we just put in the old upgrades and stuff? <laughs> we can always make an FAQ. I don't, they don't have to be good. I just want options. Well, there might be, you know, special thralls for the separatists. Guys, I think we missed one really important model at Fast Attack, actually, when we went uh, down to Heavy. Vorax? Mm-hmm. No, the Vulturax. Yeah. Because the Vulturax has changed. Oh, we're, talk- we're talking about stuff that's just changed for the inevitably worse. Yeah. Yeah, but the, I, I can take the Vulturax here because the Vulturax, that's the flying bees or whatever you would call them it's it's the plague drone before it got the plague yeah exactly but the thing with with that one is they lost it lost flying so now it's an anti-graph floaty thingy that you can actually charge and it's yeah. really bad in close combat and the arc blaster which used to be three haywire shots now it has it used to be the one thing in the game where people point to the mechanic and say this is why your shit's bullshit but it actually it already got nerfed three times in the old edition and it wasn't even bad in the end like you had hoplites which outcompeted it in points many times but the thing is with with now it it has the arc blaster now it only wounds vehicles on five plus where it used to be haywire on two plus and then you used to have the missile launchers, which was basically just a twinling uh, quad mortar in around the ears. And that's down to one uh, blast from each missile launcher twinlinked, um, yeah. which uh, which is like, yeah, one small blast, strength five, AP four. So the only thing that it got that actually got better was is it got Ginside now. So it gives minus two to cover safe. And it blocks infiltration within 24 when you deploy it. And it got a buff on the ballistic skill. So now it actually got ballistic skill 5, where it had uh, 4 before. Uh, And it has night vision too. Um, And it doesn't have to charge because of a special rule called surveillance protocols. So if you get out of range of your uh, cybernetic cortex, then you can then you don't have to charge with it, which you would have to do with any other automata that was in charge range. So it's uh, it, it lost a lot, and it got a bit. And I think it got a point reduction also of like 50 points. I think it was 175 before. But yeah. yeah. Hopefully people won't fucking cry about it anymore. Like, I literally yeah. played a 4,000-point <laughs> event, and I took two of them, and people were like, oh my god, Vulturax. 
It's a fucking four thousand point event. Are you shitting me? I've seen I've seen a dude put like Custodes and an Orion on one side, and then be like, "Oh, this is going to be fun." The other guy has like a Fanatar and two Vulturax. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, like I've got three of them, and they're some of my favorite models. But they, uh, yeah, they're just fucking people who are just terrified of them. I I, I believe that disruption thing is a four plus. So against oh yeah, that's right. Automata. Yeah, it does a four plus to win, but I don't think it ignores. I don't think it ignores the armor. Yeah, but Tim, you have like a bumblebee fetish and like a bee fetish. The bee movie, you're yeah. like the only dude in the world who really loves that movie for like yeah. vague reasons. <laughs> yeah, but it's because all the arc weapons they have a disintegration five, which is haywire on a five plus. But then yeah, it's the arc blaster is the biggest one, so that's a four plus instead of five. But still, four plus on three shots instead of uh, two plus on three shots. It's uh... yeah, it's good disruption X, and then so on that roll, like a four plus, for example, it'll do an automatic lance against vehicles and without rolling, uh, and against dreadnoughts or automata, it does an automatic wound, and it's it's on the to hit roll as well. So yeah. it's kind of interesting. So three of them, that'll be like that'll be nine shots, and on fours, you're getting a automatic wound against dreadnought. Obviously, against dreadnoughts, they're going to get two plus armor save. So whatever, it's not going to matter. Uh, but against vehicles, it's so weird because I read these rules and I'm like, that's really good because I never took into account that I actually still get the normal save. So weird. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The one one thing that's really important also to note is that as every fucking tank got an extra hull point minimum. A normal, a normal um, land raider is going to have five hull points. So with nine shots, you are below average with three Volterax to kill it. Where before you could just do two Volterax and then you could kill a Spartan. Um, so mm. it, it's it's been nerfed way down. Yeah, plus like the ballistic skill thing. It's like oh yeah, two plus to hit, but it's the four plus that matters, like to hit. This guy can do reactions, right? Because he has to G. No, no, he's a he's an automata. Okay, so but he can do it if he had like cyber third G or whatever. Yes, I think a lot of this shooting nerfing has to do with you do a lot of fucking shooting now because you're shooting your face and you shoot. No, no. Oh, sorry, sorry. Arc blaster is actually fucking heavy four, so that's. Not too bad. Like four shots each, so three of them will be doing twelve shots a- against just like things that aren't automata or dreadnoughts or vehicles. It is still strength six. Tim, we're trying to be alarmist here without any good reason, and your good cheer and realism is really breaking <laughs> that up. So it is. It is fucking strength six with shred against like things that aren't dreadnoughts or or vehicles and stuff. So just pounding an infantry unit with twelve shots, hitting on twos, wounding on twos, re-rolling the wound. And then also dumping on uh, some rockets and missiles as well for some extra strength five way to fire. Uh, I mean that could be good. The the biggest thing about the about it is that you you would always use the arc gun to fire haywire shots at vehicles, uh, and then the missiles would never get to do anything. Oh yes, they would. When when you were screening the tanks, you would uh, put the templates. So they uh, caught all the infantry standing around the tank. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. It, if that was the case, yeah. Um, but they, they haven't really addressed that <laughs> in any way, like um, by sort of giving it any extra synergies or whatever. But, you know, it's uh, if it had the option to fire frag missiles or crack missiles from those side pods, that'd be cool. Now we need to move on here because we are closing in, in past two hours. So 
Eric Hevesport. Sorry to interrupt you there, Tim. No, that's right. I think we covered almost everything except the tank, the little tank. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think yeah, because movement and destructors we we took before. Oh yes, we have whack, we have waxed poetical about the myrmidons. So Krius tanks, um, they they didn't really change much about them except uh, they removed the flare shields for some reason, um, which is kind of mm. sad because the model actually has a flare shield or actually two of them. Yeah, like literally sculpted on there. They are literally sculpted on, but not being used anymore. But uh, so there are two types of the Krius tank. Now, instead of having two tanks, they just combined it to one with a weapon upgrade. So you have the one with the strength seven lightning cannon with a large blast, AP3, flesh paint, uh, not flesh paint, um, it's threats it's and uh, rending, like the old one. And then you have the Pulsar Fusil, which is uh, four shots. Ordnance, Strength 9, AP2. Uh, it got pinning now. I don't remember if it had pinning or yeah, blind. Yeah, it did. It did. It's okay. just no one ever fucking pinning. Never. Like, he never bothered even making people take pinning check. No, it was never useful. It was like fear back in the day. Yeah. So basically, it's. And it got faster. It can move 16 inches now instead of uh, 12 before. Um, so quite normal tech. It also got. Uh, it will not die 6 plus. It didn't have that before, mm. um, but I, I kind of missed the the flash shield on it. I, I don't think it was that overpowered because the tank is so long, so the front arc is really really small. So yeah. you usually had to, you know, put the tank very very precisely. And as the hull, you know, the new way you um, do hull mounted weapons, where it, it doesn't have the forty five degrees angle anymore. Now it's you measure between the sides of the vehicle. So mm. now you have to even point the tank more at what you're shooting at, which means you're gonna yeah. have the 12 side armor exposed a lot more if you're too, if you're shooting across the table, um, because you have to turn even more to get the the firing arc. I don't worry, they'll get rid of armor values in next edition. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> along with templates. <laughs> so inconvenient, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, oh my god, Tim, am I meant to remember all this? The lightning cannon, which is, it's like a five-inch large blast. Uh, it basically, um, it got slightly better. It's strength 7 AP3, large blast. Um, but it also gained rending 4+, and exoshock 4+, as well, so that's pretty good. Um, it's got shred, so just, you can dump, like, maximum wounds on people. It's probably one of the few things that didn't get nerfed and got, like, a, a big buff, which is the 4-plus rending. Um, that's really good actually because the lightning cannon it used to be uh, it, it's AP4 now or what did you no, say? It's, it's 3 now it's 3 yeah. Okay, yeah so it was also 3 before but getting mm. uh, the rending on top of that means that you can yeah. actually do now you can kill terminators with it also mm -hmm. um, where before it just not, did nothing against terminators wasn't the old like lightning cannon AP4? no AP3 uh, the light. No, 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 it was always AP3. It was, oh, okay. it was a shred, strength 7 shred AP3 weapon. Um, so it was really good for just like clearing troops, but there was also other shit that you would take, Medusas and other things like that. Oh, the Thanatars used to be really good at slaughtering troops. So uh, I think like the Lightning Cannon might make a comeback, but in, in because they've, Mechanicum's always had a problem with sort of ranged anti-tank, um, and they've, they've fucked up sort of thrusters, they've... Uh, Destru um, sorry, dark fire cannon are now slightly. Oh, they're, they're only thirty six range instead of sixty. Um, so I think like people might 
the, the, you're going to need those those arc those uh pulsar whatever the fuck is called pulsar blasters pulsar fusion the krios venator basically it kind of depends on when in the mechanicum timeline you are because like back when the graph guns they just immobilized on the six then you had a Myrmidon unit and everything they pointed at just immediately died because you had four shots per Myrmidon. So if you had like four of them yeah. with the with the yeah with the uh, graph imploder, Graviton imploder, then you then you put down three sixes. That's five hull points. Yeah, well the imploder is now two haywire shots. So aside from what other shit it's got, they're two haywire shots each. So what's the range? Uh, still only eighteen. Okay, yeah, because the two is actually pretty. But Haywire is amazing against Dreadnoughts, so yeah. it might be. Now the question is, do we go through briefly the HQ choices? I don't know if the thing, because we also have, you know, the Knight Morax. I don't know if we should do that. And then we have the... No, I think we agreed beforehand, just to like yeah. be as brief as possible. We're going to yeah. do a special episode for Knights and Titans. Yeah. And in that one, we're going to talk about like ideas and hobby flexibility and adaptability of the kits you have and how to customize them because knights are going to be a huge part of your life again, players. The SR. You think so? I think so, yes. Mm, okay. They seem really weak to me. Like a dreadnought puts out more damage. I guess stomping is pretty good. I, I can see into the future, Tim, and I can tell you campaign book. Specifically about knights and titans. Have we get about campaign books, mate? <laughs> I've seen what's over the horizon. I've seen what's over the hill, and I tell you now. <laughs> should we grab the knight Morax? That's the last heavy choice in the book. Yeah. So should we not do HQs? Yeah. Af- after the knight Morax. I think we're gonna pass on the knight Morax. Yeah. Just quick, quickly cover the Morax. Ah. Okay. Let's do it then. I think they do need an errata the the Morax because they are like they they're basically a um they're uh they're similar to a dreadnought sort of thing uh except they don't have fearless they don't they don't have any of the immunities that dreadnoughts have and they don't have any like haywire for example doesn't do any extra shit to them um and they're only they're really bad leadership they don't have any kind of they're not stubborn or anything, right? Are they? They have a good damage output in close combat if they hit. Their weapon skill four, rat furnace, uh, and then they have the siege claw with the ira cleanser. So it's a pretty good close combat unit. The fun part about it is it has the Russo protocol, which basically gives it a reaction it can do where it does Overwatch for another unit. But then when you look at the weapons it can take, it has a Vulkite, which is okay to do the overwatch with and the rest of it is, is like anti-tank weapon conversion beam cannon uh graviton weapons so most of the weapons are long range weapons and mm. you have to be within 12 of the unit that you are overwatching for so basically if you're not doing you know the volkite it makes absolutely no sense to have like a lightning lock shooting at a target charging another unit compared to just having a unit itself shoot. But I guess if you'd have uh, if you bring it along with your automata units, then it maybe makes sense that it can do reactions, you know, or I think the, the lightning Yeah, the lightning lock because it, it's AP three and it's a small blast and it's got you can give two of them, presumably. Yeah, but, uh, the, but it, it won't do a blast if you overwatch with it. Then it's going to do Wall of Fire, and then you have to be within eight. No, no, no. Yeah. No, no, no. No, that's only a template that you do Wall of Death. You'd still do a blast. 
for sure. Yeah, yeah. So you dump like a it's small so refreshing template. to have somebody who reads the rules as well as Eric does. That's not yeah. a jab against you, Eric. It's just like it fe- must feel good to have someone here to like talk to you <laughs> on an educated <laughs> well, level. It, well, that's only yeah. Well, that's only the flame template, right? It's not blast. Blast like blast. I'm sure, it's all template weapons. Um, yeah, I can check. Sure. Give me a second. It used <laughs> to be only the flamer, but I don't think that helps you guys. I think it's all blast and templates now, but uh, I'm I'm checking. checking. Oh shit! If you do wall of death with a plasma cannon, that's nuts. That would be fun though. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised they didn't give it like a radiation engine. That oh radiation engine update for people. Radiation engine, which was one of the most loco things, and I would only take like one or two in an army. They completely unchanged. So there's still torrent fleshbane AP3. Ugh, yuck. Yeah. Uh, so Mermaid and Destructors are still fucking great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still good at, yeah, with the with the right options, I think like perfectly balanced, just like it should be, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know games where they always do balance first, you know. So nothing mm. will ever be a lot better than the rest. Working as intended. Yeah, these these armature things are very interesting because they don't have they're leadership eight. They don't have. They've got wounds and toughness, just like a like an automata, except they don't have any of the automata style rules. They've also got a three plus save. But if you run in and punch a couple of wounds off them with a, with a power fist, uh, you could just break them and just run them down. They don't have any kind of extra immunity uh, rules. Yeah, yeah. The the armature type is very interesting. Rules for uh, the unit type, maybe. Yeah, no, no, not yeah. I'm your unit type just has guys. I'm gonna veto this and I'm gonna yeah. move you guys over to HQ. Tim, HQ guest guy, what do you want? Okay, so, so there's two different kinds of Archimagus Prime. The only difference is that uh, so you can take uh, an Archimagus Prime or an Archimagus Prime on an abeyant. The Archimagus Prime on abeyant gives you plus one toughness uh, and plus two wounds. Um, and a few special rules, but uh, one of them being pride of place, which means that they can't join a unit um, unless they've got some sort of, sort of special rule or something that lets you join a unit. Um, otherwise, they're very similar in equipment loadouts. Uh, some of the orders of high techno arcana you can't take on a Archmagus who's on an abant. For example, you can't take a Myrmidax on an abant. Um, but otherwise, uh, you can take all of the normal types on a normal Archmagos, and then I think yeah, you can't take Malagra on a, a Bayant. Yeah, so no Malagra and no Myrmidax uh, on an Abant. Um, and the Abant gives you the monstrous subtype uh, and also the anti-grav subtype as well. Uh, you can go and look those up yourselves. And I think monstrous is in the. It's kind of annoying. The automata rule isn't actually in this Mechanicum book. You have to go to the rule book to look up the Automata rule. Which is so silly. Um, but the, the Monstrous... Basically, all Monstrous does is, like, uh, means that you can't join a unit unless it is also Monstrous. Um, it's, got, it's got a couple of other special rules, but... Um, so you just basically choose, do, do you want to have a really big base Archmagos, do, or do you want to have a smaller Magos? Just double-check what types there are before you choose before you decide on what sort of Archimagos you're going to make as well because some of them like I said you can't take if they're on an event. Otherwise very similar to the old ones um, basically very similar stat lines. They gained plus one strength. Uh, otherwise the stat line is pretty much unchanged on the Archimagos here. 
Um, the equipment list is very, very similar as well. I don't think they really, almost everything's the same points. You can still take the jetpack. You can still take Paragon Blade and still take Chain Fist. Um, so you can uh, fight it out with like uh, a, a, pra a Space Marine Praetor or whatever. But charging your Space Marine Praetor into one of these is still going to be just as dangerous as before because you've got a three plus invulnerable save. Um, and they can just pass that and then go, oh, here, I've got a Chain Fist. So it's uh, very similar to before. So if you before, if you're the kind of person who'd run into combat with an Archmagos, you're pretty much going to stand the same uh, sort of chances with them, I think. Fighting chance. Yeah, yeah. It's just that now all Archmagos do Cyberthurgy. So if you remember before, only the Cybernetica guys could do Cyberthurgy. Now all Archmagos do it. And there's like five different types of Cyberthurgy. Um, two of them, the Reductor one and the Lacrimata one, are locked to Reductor or Lacrimata um, Techno Arcana. But the other three, just anyone can choose from. So you've got a whole lot more options there to choose from. And it's like, uh, and, and then you've got to go and look at the Warlord traits as well, which are very, very different. Um, so you're put, putting together an army with this guy as your center. It's definitely like this guy's your centerpiece. You need to carefully choose him, choose, see what options he changes throughout the list, and then decide sort of like uh, how you want to build them. So it's it's it, it's very interesting, um, but it, it it's a lot more complex now. The the warlord trait before for Mechanicum, anyone who's played Mechanicum enough, you just after a while you'd realize that the Mechanicum warlord trait table was pretty shitty, like and it just gave you stuff that you didn't really ever need. Um, and I always ended up using the tactical or whatever the ones in the rulebook were. Uh, the, the ones that gave you, like, the 12-inch buffing zone, like, reroll ones for shooting within 12 inches. Fucking really good. Um, now the Waller traits, um, being able to choose from one of the three, you can customize your army a, a lot better, I think. So, so this is basically where you, yeah. uh, you know, where you do, if you don't shoot with your Arch Magus and you don't do combat in a turn, you get plus one reaction for each phase. That's yeah. uh, that's a really really nasty one. Uh, yeah. Because if if let's say you play the Myrmidon army, it's yeah, undescribably evil. Yeah. So does that mean you can't do cyberthurgy as well, or is it not doing anything in the shooting phase, or is it just not specifically shooting? Because if you can still not shooting, so it I, I guess you could argue both ways. It's the one called the Logic of Victory, page seventeen. Uh, if at no point during the Warlords controlling turn as an active player a warlord with this rate has neither made a shooting attack or been locked in close combat they gain an additional reaction in each phase of the following yeah in the reaction player turn in addition the warlord with this rate and any unit he joins gets plus one weapon skill plus one ballistic skill and if they move as part of a reaction they get plus three initiative or plus three movement when making the move so mm. basically uh, especially the plus one BS if he's in a Myrmidon unit for example, that makes him really really nasty yeah, do, do you read, so if, if a cyberthurgic power says instead of making a shooting attack, they may do a cyberthurgic right, do you think that counts for that or not? I would argue it cancels it but if you, I'm sure there's a rule lawyer out there who will argue the other way to get an advantage. You didn't actually make a shooting attack. You instead of making a shooting attack, you did something. So. Yeah, but you do it instead. Yeah, but I mean, you're replacing shooting attacks. So I'm going to say 
as intent for the game oh. as to whatever my opinions matter. So like you can't do that either. No. Yeah, I, I'm looking through the cybertragic rights here, and almost all of them are either a weapon, which would be a shooting attack, or a uh, instead of making a shooting attack thing. So if, if it if, if instead of making a shooting attack doesn't count as being a shooting attack, then fuck that was that would be really good because you can just sit there, do your cybertragy, not move, not shoot, and then just give out the extra reactions. We we're kind of back to discussing with uh, can segments choose their powers or do they have to roll for them? And then you yeah. saw the FAQ that uh, Fortwell came out with like two years after, which was exactly as expected. <laughs> um, so so I get I think the intention is that it's you're supposed to stand still and do nothing for a turn. Yeah, you're charging your banks. Yeah, it's it, the intention is pretty clear. In my opinion, at least. Eric, do you want to take like the baby Magus? Uh, yeah, I can. Uh, or actually, t- Tim, I think you can do it better than me because the characters I didn't spend much time on reading. Mm. Yeah, so basically, just like a junior. So if you remember, you used to be able to get a. You had a Magus Prime, and then you could upgrade it to an Arch Magus Prime, and then you had a Magus, and then a separate thing called a Magus Dominus, which is a Cybernetica guy. Um, they basically just entirely got rid of the Magos Dominus. So, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. The Magos, the non-Arch Magos Magos Prime, essentially. So yeah. there's only Arch Magos, and then uh, if you're running like a Cybernetica list or a- any list, really, you can take this Magos Dominus. But he's specifically a Cybernetica guy there to handle Automata. So uh, even though you may have like a, you know, fucking Myrmidax, Myrmidon guy with a bunch of Myrmidons. He's a part of Babysitter's Club. Yeah, if you're taking Automata, you can either take a um, a, a Cortex controller on your Arch Magos, or you could take some Auxilia Magos and chuck a Cortex controller on them, or you could take one of these Magos Dominus who comes with a t- Cortex controller. He also comes with a f- Protective Art now, so 4 plus Invulnerable. Um, his stats are a bit more shitty though, only Weapon Skill 3. Uh, very, very bad uh, in this edition. Uh, but he gets like a, a, a bigger range of stuff. You can put him on an abeyant now, I believe. Oh, there's a separate entry for Dominus on abeyant. Um, but you can take things like conversion beamers on him now, throw it on thruster and stuff like that. Oh, an Archaeotech pistol? That's pro- oh, no, you could take an Archaeotech pistol before. Yeah. Um, but you can give him. The, the biggest point there, though, is he comes with a 4-plus invulnerable, and you can bring give him a Cyber Familiar to make it a 3-plus, which is, like, I think that's that's really decent. Um, also, otherwise, yeah, pretty very similar. He's a guy who can join your Automata, and he's an extra Cyberthurgy guy, essentially. So if you want more Cyberthurgy, you can just, like, grab this guy. I also used to have a guy like this, and he had an Irad Glanzer and a Machi- Machinator Array. Yep, yep. Yeah, uh, yeah, you can still do that. Um, and then he's he's got three of the three of the um, cyberthergic rights to choose from as well. So it's not just the one. So there is one of the rights which is called the Artificia Cybernetica. That's the one for that you want for if you want to make your automata really good. And he can take that, but he can also take other ones as well. So previously, cyberthergy was only for making automata better or blowing enemy automata up or blowing up your own automata when things went south. Correct, yeah, blowing up your own summoner. Now he can take the other stuff as well, like psychic, no, sorry, sorry, other sort of attack, um, uh, uh, whatever, cyber third shit. Just one thing on all these characters there before we finish there. 
just be very careful with photon thrusters now, as we're saying at the start, as I was saying at the start of the show. Gets hot is at the AP of the weapon. So photon thrusters and photon gauntlets, which you can take on your Archmagos and also Magus Dominus, they are AP2. So anytime you roll a one, you're gonna take a wound. You're gonna get a probably a three plus invulnerable against it, but just be wary because it's way more deadly now. And especially in Magus Dominus, you give him a photon gauntlet, it's not unfeasible that he'd just like kill himself within you know, three or four turns, so uh, just be really careful with that. Also, it makes the Mastercrafted rule pretty good, um, especially in Archmagos if you've got a thruster in him. Like, I've got a Myrmidax guy with a thruster, and I I was already running it as Mastercrafted, but definitely be keeping it Mastercrafted because you've got twos to hit, re-rolling that one when it comes up. Forward on thruster, I barely matter. One, one thing that's probably also going to be important is uh, to bring some units that you can hide in that Small units you can place behind buildings mm. and stuff because, yep. especially the Megas Dominus, um, they are gonna be prime targets for snipers because they're so easy to kill. Uh, so if, if you have him out in the free, even if he's in a unit, he's gonna die if he's in sight. In tr- like first, primo assassination target, yeah. yeah. Mm. And there's no more, um, remember you used to be able to take when you took Legio Cybernetica. You got that like twenty-four inch cortex range and cyberthergy range. Yep, that's gone now as well. So I'll miss that. Yeah, so only twelve inches on most of the cyberthergy shit. I think one of them, the one that makes you neck to leadership. Um, I think that's like twenty-four or something like that, maybe. But yeah, back to back down to twelve inches. Um, unfortunately, the last thing we also need to cover is probably their advanced reaction. Yeah, that would be the last thing we do. Yeah, because the Mechanicum one is completely and utterly insane. It's bonkers. Yeah, basically it's a it's a shooting face reaction um, where, uh, yeah, the reactive player, um, he can say, uh, the Mechanicum player, when he gets shot at, he can say, well, uh, the unit that you're shooting at and every unit within 12 inches can shoot back. Uh so basically in most situations, especially if you play the Myrmidon army, will it will basically just be if you shoot at that unit you just die. Like it's similar. Yeah, yeah. It has to be a unit of yours that has a independent character in it. Independent character. Yeah. yeah. So like your general's unit or something like that. I think the only independent characters are the Archmagos and yeah. the Magos Dominus. Yeah, he's an independent. Oh actually, what about the um and I guess Scoria and Caleb Decima. Yeah, the Arcuda Magisterium guy also is an independent character. Yeah, that's that thing, dude. Oh, and then a whatever fucking special character. They're all fucking traitor dogs, those special characters. They don't count. Not Caleb Decima. But yeah, so as soon as they fire at your, at your general's unit, all friendly units within 12 inches of your general get to just like blast back at them, which is pretty hilarious. So it's a once per game thing. But um, yeah, that's it's still funny because when when you look at uh, like the balance between the advanced reactions, most of the aggressive ones, also in the marine books or the marine armies, they kind of just instant kill a unit. Or the what happens when you do a reaction will usually kill a unit. And then you have the other half that have all the defensive reactions. And for example, six thousand suns is like against this wound pool, you can do a five plus involve. And if you can do a leadership test, then you can get a three plus involve. So it doesn't save the entire unit, but if you turn around and take all the aggressive ones, you often just annihilate a unit. Like with this one, if you just uh, 
have half a brain setting up, then this reaction will instantly kill whatever that shoots at you. Um, so, so basically, you 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 make your uh, warlords unit completely immune to uh, to fire because if if you shoot at them with your own Death Star, then uh, there's not going to be much left of it uh, after they return fire. This is like having a boss when you work in a public office. He makes himself immune to criticism, but this guy makes himself immune to being shot at. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or you're fired. Mechanicum autocrats. Yep. For life. Yeah. So, you have been inducted into the Mysteria. You have seen the Scarlet Lady. You have tasted the forbidden fruit. What do you say, Freddy? How eager are you to start a Mechanicum army? Smash or pass? Uh... <sighs> Well, I think yeah, I'm still going to stick to my plan and do it like in two stages. Uh, for Tim, get him. <laughs> well, I'll first do like a theme one for my legions, mm-hmm. uh, especially since getting minus one strength on the fucking shooting is good as fuck. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. probably do that as uh, like an ally detachment to my Iron Hands and then eventually do like a standalone army. Yeah. So I ran. So if you take a Pravian, you can take one unit of Automata, which can either be um, Vorax or Castellax. Um, and then if you take a Forge Lord, you can take up to three units of Thalax. Now they become elite choices. However, because they've got the subtype line, they still stay line. Um, now I I looked at the list because so my Iron Hands is a Pride of the Legion list and I went to just like oh yeah I'll just ally some fucking Myrmidons in or whatever. Um, it, however, they've changed Pride of the Legion. Now it's no allied fo- slot at or formation or whatever at all. It used to be no allied Space Marines. Now it's no allies at all. So I was like oh fuck how am I going to run this stuff? So I figured out yeah Pravian and a uh, you need to take a print. <laughs> you can still do it. It's just it costs about two hundred or three hundred points worth of fucking characters to do it. Um, you do you do get the Legion special rule. I think what you said with the Thalax, that's actually like a really good idea. Thalax mm-hmm. is probably one of the best units for scoring. Like, yeah. I would say the best unit there is. Uh, at least for me, it has won me so many battles, and they yeah they function the same way still. Yeah, yeah, being able to like shoot and then move back onto an objective, um, and then just a huge range, you can just jump out and grab an objective or run into it or something like that. I think it's it's pretty good. If you think that Michael's stone gauntlet was hard to shift from objective, try shifting like free Castellax. Yeah. yeah, well, Castellax aren't scoring like you would. Uh, I don't think yeah, Castellax aren't lying, are they? If they, they they would keep their sub, I don't think Castellax will lie. No, I think you need. You need the right Archmagus to get the Castellax line. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you'd have to take them as allies. Um, but the thing with the... So the Pravian and the Forge Lord are really interesting. The Forge Lord allows you to take Thalax and basically gives you no other bonuses. I mean, he's a, he's a battlesmith and he he he, can, he gets a Machinator array. But otherwise, he gives you no other bonuses. His special rule allows him to join Automata, but he doesn't actually... isn't. There's no way to actually take Automata just like he doesn't let you take automata you have to take automata in some other way either via the right of war or um or by taking a pravian the pravian can also join a unit of automata um but the pravian doesn't give them any special rule he he allows you to take them and he gives them and any and they get the legion special rule but he doesn't actually buff them in any way he can join them but he doesn't actually have to join them so if you just want to have a, another guy when you command squad with a thunder hammer running around helping out 
you can do that. What I did is I just put my Forged Lord and the Pravian, both with the Thunderhammer, because they're just like, they're a fucking Centurion with a Thunderhammer, essentially. Just chuck them in with the Castellax. So they're able to leave, at least the Castellax would just flail around like fucking useless children because they're only like Weapon Skill 3 with AP3 on their attacks. But at least there was two Centurions in the back with Thunderhammers, just striking and smashing into Weapon Skill 5 Thunderhammers. So that sort of made them a bit more robust. But not being able to do reactions because you don't have Cyberthurgy really sucks in a Legion uh, sort of context. So... I don't know. I, I want to try the Vorax next, uh, see how they go on the table, but the fact that they can't get the Poison 4-plus shooting uh, seems like pretty it's bad. It's a shame, because when I had my Night Lords, I always had like a unit of Vorax with my Pravian, the Bitter Blood, and it was yeah. like outflanked from the side, and they always threatened somebody, like quad mortars or like you know rapiers or whatever, and people just freaked out, and if they ignored them, mm, even better. They're like, oh, yeah, those are just like yeah. shitty robots. And then you're like, yeah, let me show you Power Blades. Yeah, exactly. And like two, like if they come against anyone with a Thunderhammer, like two hits from a Thunderhammer is just going to demolish them. Yeah. Um, we get, uh, due to fucking brutal too. Uh, so, and, and the fact that they're... It is brutal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> brutal. And, and demolish a cannon is like brutal, whatever, and AP3. So they won't be getting a armor set. They'll get a five plus invulnerable, but they'll have, have to take like whatever... What, what's a demolish a cannon? Like brutal three? So they have to take three saves per fucking hit. And because they're only toughness five, a demolisher can actually instant kill them. Oh, no, I guess they get D3 wounds from it, from a from instant kill don't because they've got the automatic deflector uh but yeah really you're really gonna have to choose who you prey upon with them think about what you do yeah because i mean they're, they're only ap4 base attack and then they go up to and then the, and then on five plus their ap2 so yeah it's not like before where you just come on do a ton of firepower just waste a unit and then just like people are afraid to attack them because they do have initiative four ap2 attacks uh, people are going to be have a lot less problem with just charging in and throwing fucking crack grenades on them that are like hitting automatically, wounding on twos, and you're only getting a five plus invulnerable save against it. Yikes! That's actually sage advice, and I think we're going to like round off with that. Tim, it's been an absolute pleasure to record with you. Yeah, my my closing advice would be be careful out there, Mechanicum people. There's a lot of changes. You're not you're not the biggest dog in the block anymore. Yeah, you, you really need to do your homework, read through all the rules before you go and play, have like a summary or something. Take your time. Like Just take the proper precautions, like learn your rules, explain to them, and play like a nice uh, calm game of Vampire Age of Dark Ages with me. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Normal preparations. Yeah, yeah. Also get yes. your opponent drunk. That helps. Well, it's going to be scanned, so like... Yeah, get your opponent drunk, and then they don't bother asking you questions, yeah. And then yeah. you just go, okay, take it off, take it off. Yeah, but you don't want that game either, where they're just like sullenly drunk in the country. Yeah, what do you do? Yeah, let's take him off. Yeah, fucking mechanic him off. Let's take everything off. <laughs> don't you? <It> sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> so you can go on the internet and tell people about that one time you won. Yeah, exactly. Hey, it does sound pretty good, Tim. You're right. This is, this is a competitive sport, didn't you know? Yeah, that's because yeah. Uh, we do it obviously for the large prize money and like the tremendous amounts of female and male attention we get. The women shaking chicks and the fame. Yeah, and like free drinks at a bar. Holy shit! You're like the Vrangian Heresy Freddy. 
let me buy you a bar and introduce you to my nubile twin siblings. I don't know, man. <laughs> my experience from bars is mainly from married with children. Are there any nubile twins in the heresy of Alpharius and Omegan, Bray? And with that, sexual enticement about the Primarchs. Uh, one more thing, please buy tickets for the Duchesne's lottery. This year, we have like twice the prizes that we usually have. We have four Croker sponsors. We have Titanicus. We have uh, Imperial Aeronautica. We have entire boxes of heresy stuff going up for raffle. Could be yours. Right now, you've got an exceedingly good chance to win it on account of the fact that... Dramatic drum roll. Not a lot of people have bought tickets yet. Make a donation, help people, and also have a fat chance to win. We need, we need like a uh, hundred more tickets, like yeah. you said at the uh, Aria Horrors podcast, or I said, or Tim said, everyone yeah. said, and then we'll reach our goal. So do it. Yeah, Tim, organize the Australian community. Yeah, yeah, get on it. Yes, yeah, do something, Tim. <laughs> Tim, do everything, preferably. Hey, my only power, I only have power if people put their earphones on and listen to me. Yeah, I can't like I can't go around their house and wait. Is is that they get the fact that we have less listeners? <laughs> Put some scorpions in their shoes. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. you don't buy tickets, like we can't force you, but Tim will come to your house and put fucking scorpions in your shoes. <laughs> you heard him. If you don't buy tickets, you're a bloody idiot. We used to have this um, sh- uh, what was it called? Was it uh, anti-drink driving ads? Um, because apparently, like people couldn't figure out that like getting wasted and driving is a bad idea so there was these ads and it said if you drink and drive you're a bloody idiot and like this is like in the 90s people were just like oh, bloody idiot what the hell what kind of like what kind of language is that good lord people were offended by the bloody idiot pit it's pretty good it should have been like if you drive and drink you're a big old drongo <laughs> should have been if you drink drive you're a dumb fuck <laughs> well that would be the fucking Ipswich version no, because that's probably that's probably just the way you guys say hi to your peewee coaches in Australia. Hi, you dumb fuck. How's my kid up for betting? Yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be a proper <laughs> fine. Yeah. I saw married at first sight Australia. You guys owe me Australia. Uh, yeah. I feel offended by this. I don't know about yeah. you, Tim, but yeah. Yeah. It's just Krell though, uh, Freddie. <laughs> Nobody listens to him. Yeah, that's true. No one cares. <laughs> Luckily, he didn't fucking narrate this episode. Yeah, luckily, I won't just talk to the editors. Like, some people are like, why do you make Freddy sound so strange and, like, juvenile and asinine on the show? And I'm like, we don't do that. <laughs> he does that by opening his mouth. Well, someone has to keep the show interesting. Oh, yeah, shots fired. <laughs> Your definition of showing interest is showing up and saying asinine stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's kind of nice how I don't have to put you down because you do it for me, Freddy. That's true. <laughs> Welcome to the Varangian Heresy Podcast, where sticking together and backing each other up is just something we heard about. Don't quite understand it. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's actually it for tonight. Tim, it has been an absolute pleasure. Freddie, I always enjoy throwing the banner with you. Eric had to head out. Thanks for having me. Uh, he's the only one who doesn't have kids, so I guess he like he relishes the feeling of being alive, whereas the rest of us are just like, mm, you know. <laughs> Please don't hang up. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Don't make me go back to the other life. 
how many times I've tried to entertain my seven-year-old by showing him some like sweet heresy painting. It's like, oh, can I play with that? And like, yeah. Let me use your toy, toy soldiers yeah. and play with, and I bam, bam, bam. Yeah. <laughs> my daughter stole my Empress Children uh, for my drill and tried to run away with it. Oh, Jesus. She's two. So uh, buy tickets. Check us out on all the medias, and it's a good night for me. And me. See you guys. Thanks for having me. No, of course. Thanks for coming on, Tim. Check out the Eye of Horrors podcast. They've done 200 episodes. They're really cool. Hospitable, fantasy, more time. Used to do BFG, used to be uh, Adeptus Titanicus. And if we badger them enough, we might get more episodes of one of the best podcasts ever, Monster High. Oh, yeah. Yeah, don't worry. Oh, my God. Tim, when are we getting more Monster High? Yeah, there will be. There will be, don't worry. And don't forget... Be angry in the streets. Be fulgrim in the sheets. And this is the... Signing don't up. lose your head. I thought Tim was gonna do. Don't lose your head for sure. No, I don't lose your. Sorry. Yeah, I thought there was. Uh, I thought Eric was here. No, Eric is fucked. He's from Denmark. He was never really here. Be angry in the streets. <laughs> and try not to lose your Tim. <laughs> yeah, try not to lose your head, mate. Don't lose your fucking head, cunt. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Ryan Harris signing off.